I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are now listening to the Cast. The number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe Cast number 106 with Idol. Idol, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It is the honor of a lifetime to be on the Sebe Cast. <laughs> You're too wholesome, seriously. Like it, it really. <laughs> seriously, when I hear that, even if it's like somewhat in a joking manner, like it. I mean, it means a lot, but it, it really just. I don't know. It's just a save cast at the end of the day. It's just me talking to random people, not random yeah. people. You're, you're not random to me here. And to you, it's, it's you know, it's just the save cast. But to, to me, it's the save cast. <laughs> I'm honored. Okay, well, Idol, um, yeah, it really has been a minute. I, I mean, there's been a list of Sebecast guests I've wanted to have on. Your name has been on there for a while. There's still like uh, 70 or so-ish names that I still want on that I haven't Jeez. had on. So like, it, it's just there's so – it's like what you said. There's so many creators. Uh, there actually might not be quite 70 now. I think there's about like 60. But I did count them like a year ago, and there was like 80 or so of just people that I want on. Now, I haven't asked all of them, nor do I know if all of them will be on it. Like, for example, Zezima's on there. I'm not going to leak the whole list or anything, but, like, there's people I want on. But anyway, so we're just slowly chugging along. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to talk to you today. So, well, just to yeah. all those sexy, just know that I was more important than you, clearly. <laughs> I was higher up on the list, That's... and you are always going to be second to idol. I just want everyone who's on the Save I cast after this to know that. Literally, the, the lower episode number you have, the better you are of a person. Like, that's just how it works. So, <laughs> now, I mean, that's objectively, objectively true, which means not great things for me, I think, but... <laughs> Just wait. Wait. I, I got like three thousand episodes of this. If I do one every single week, I think I got like three thousand before I die. So like, I don't know. One episode in the, in the one hundreds compared to three thousand is pretty damn good. I think. So. I mean, I'm just imagining you in like the retirement home, just 
still doing this podcast, OSRS is still like alive and kicking, <laughs> which so, is totally a possibility. You know, like I that know. sounds insane. That's but I, I remember thought. I made a YouTube video in 2011, uh, on just when it was just RuneScape. And I remember saying that I think RuneScape had about five more years left in it. <laughs> And it, I mean, you know RuneScape what? three pretty much did at that point. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I was far off. I think I was. I think I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I'm trying to think because that tends to actually be a topic that's brought up. Is like, when is this game gonna die? Like old school. And yeah. I mean, because let's be honest, there's no like new generation that's really playing this game. At least as far as I'm, I'm aware, there's, there's no like. 14 year olds that are playing old school runescape are there maybe like five total but i mean i think old school runescape and runescape dies with us it does i think i i will say i think jagex actually specifically the old school team i don't play enough runescape 3 to come in on their team i'm sure they're great but the old school team is so creative like just the concept of like leagues is something i keep coming back to as like an idea that for the, in like the 16 17 years of runescape when the first leagues came out was just it just had never been explored and then they just did it and it brought a whole new audience and brought back an existing audience to the game and so like i i think what's going to contribute to the longevity too is i just think there's a really creative team that's not just trying to be like hey we're gonna push out a new raid now just to push out a new raid they're always thinking about how they can change the content to mm -hmm. be more interesting than just making things harder or bigger or whatever so i actually have just maybe i'm shilling for jackets right now but I, I have faith in that team no i think you're totally right like there is so much potential with this game seriously like even even now it just <clears throat> i mean they brought it up on the winter summit just like a few months ago talking about bringing out new sort of game modes like restriction game modes i, I don't think it got much good reception to be honest besides just from the part of the niche communities like the 10 hp communities and stuff that would have official builds but <clears throat> just things like that excuse me would i mean there's so much potential i was even thinking what if they came out with like official aerial I, i've already had this discussion with like official modes it seems pretty bad unless they made like a huge change to infrastructure especially with high scores and stuff how just horrible those look but um yeah, I mean, they have endless potential for this game. But it really does, I think, kind of die with our generation. So, like, we'll see. I, Plus, I, I just think it's really hard to get people into MMOs these days. Like, Final Fantasy is. 14 is the only one I can think of that is actively getting new people. But MMOs just aren't really a thing <laughs> that gets played a whole lot anymore. You're right about that. That's so strange. So... Well, you know what's replacing it? Well, it's not even replacing it. It has replaced it and replaced it a long time ago is sandbox games with smaller servers. So like Roblox, Minecraft, mm -hmm. Rust, all these games where there's smaller servers where you can kind of do whatever. You have full control over what's happening or the server owner does at least. And like it's kind of MMO because you'll play with a lot of people you don't know, but it's maybe more of a tightened experience because you can really just play with your friends if you want to. That's what's really taken over the stage of MMOs at this point. That That's how I see it, at least. So do you think RuneScape has a shot of, like, becoming a sandbox, sort of? Absolutely. Yeah, like, 100%. Completely? I, 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 uh, I, I have this video idea, and I've had it for a while, and I mean, it's not, like, super private or anything. I don't mind saying it here. 
but it's uh, my pitch to create old school private servers, but not like the janky, awful ones that you see like like Moparscape back in the day. <laughs> I mean, like Minecraft Realm style, you license a server for a monthly fee from Dragix that has 10 to 100 capacity based on how much you want to pay for it. And then there you have some control over like XP rates, drop rates, skill restrictions, like all this stuff that's like really oh, kind of minor yeah. adjustments. And then it makes things like, think about like the Battle Royale or Gilnor games. Like it's events could be so much easier to run and they could be run just by people who aren't even trying to make content out of it. Just friends who are like, oh, I really love watching Gilnor games. I have these five friends. I'd love to get together and just do like a day where we just do a Gilnor games mm -hmm. for just us. Or these people who want to try out these insane builds with like a official quote unquote restrictions without having to bloat the main game with it. Because I think that's what a lot of people don't like about the official account builds is just the it's, bloating of the main game, yeah. kind of removing the challenge too in some ways if they just don't let you gain XP in some of those skills. Like, So it still leaves the main game builds as they are and interesting. And then these servers are more of a playground sandbox. But that's a, that's a crazy idea. That is just something I thought of like two months ago. And I really like the idea, but I am also aware enough that that is kind of psychotic for any MMO to do I, something like that. I'm just thinking, yeah, because who knows what, I mean, I already know what Jagex would probably say. They're like super, that they would, that's just like a resounding no, but it makes sense. At least that's what I would expect Jagex to say. Just like they were trying to shut out, shut down 117 Scape HD and stuff. But um, no, I think that's actually a fantastic idea to be completely honest, but the problem is, is kind of like where other people bring up the segregation of players. Mm -hmm. Like when you start making a bunch of different modes and servers and stuff like that, it just stops feeling like, <clears throat> I don't know, I guess it just stops feeling like you're all in it, like all in a world together. You're just. Yeah, I 100% I agree. And I think that's like the most significant problem and why no MMO has ever done it before, because mm. you spent all this time as an MMO trying to cultivate a player base. And you want them to be playing together. I mean, Iron Man notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, that's like, it, it kind of is like the anti MMO approach, which is why it's so weird and so out there. And there's, there's a bunch of flaws with it. So I, I'm hardly saying it's like the perfect idea or something that needs to happen. It's just one like approach that I think. Uh, to make this game last as long as possible and to appeal to as many people as possible, crazy ideas are going to need to happen. And that's just one of my crazy ideas. No, I don't even think it's that, it's that crazy. But like you said, there's just so much risk to doing something crazy like that, even though I said it's not crazy. But yeah, it's crazy. Well, and, who, and who knows if the player base would even want it. I obviously exactly, want it yeah. because I am annoyed constantly with how much lack of control I have with just Runelight plugins. Mm-hmm. And the amount of content that could come out from not just me, but obviously every other content creator who exists and doesn't exist yet with these servers would be insane. So but that's like that's totally a biased take from someone who wants to create interesting content. Yeah. An average player might just see this as like, what 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 is this for? Why why did we spend time making <laughs> these servers instead of time yeah. fixing the existing servers or creating new content or blah blah blah. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Like, god damn it. No, because I feel the same way, sort of. Like, I have my selfish desires for this game. 
and like if I could make the game, if I could balance it, like just you having said, like imagine you could have your own world that you can kind of create sort of, you know, or just make adjustments to drop rates, for example, item stats, uh, shop quantities and prices, just like everything like that, I would be so obsessed with. I think that would literally reignite the entire game and just all my passion into RuneScape again, being able, because I've had like past casts talking to people that are super into like game balance and stuff like that. And hearing about all the potential for this game and how much like balancing you could add in and like drop rates and just making everything almost perfect because there is just a lot of jank things in this game that just will never get updated almost because there's like a nostalgia fix to it. Um, when I was talking to BC Guppy on the cast, ironically enough, we were just talking about him before the cast, but um, he had brought up this like whole spreadsheet that him and GE Challenge were working on that was like totally rebalancing the game in like the most perfect way ever where every weapon sort of has a, a significant use, sort of like it has its use case basically. And there's no just extremely OP weapons like everything kind of has. I don't know. We went on about it, but that that makes me excited about you know being able to kind of manipulate the game a little bit and yeah some things and i think that point is I, I am so fascinated by the weapons and stuff that just never gets used so like i've had a few ideas that never came to fruition they they just didn't flesh out into full video ideas but like trying to complete x challenge using only maces or something mm -hmm. or using only spears and it's like an interesting enough idea on the surface but the more i fleshed it out the more i was like eh, it's really not that interesting because the weapons are just not good <laughs> like yeah. they're just they're so not good that they're not even interesting to force myself to use uh yeah. so like i wish and i'm sure someone out there could make it more entertaining than me like absolutely but I do wish, like, yeah, I wish I could, like, make little adjustments myself to make these challenges more interesting or harder or easier or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. The other thing, and this is just popped into my head, I was thinking if you had the chance to manipulate your own, like, server and stuff, I would love if... The, if there just was no PvP, and the reason not... It's not like I have anything against PvP, but I, I feel like it makes it so pvm items that you use against monsters have to sort of be balanced around like hitting a player with it too so in a way i think pvm drops could be so much more fun and just busted and overpowered and bosses could be super overpowered as well if there just wasn't a pvp uh scene in that, at least that server you know that you kind of make and so you could just have weapons that are just absolutely disgusting because the only thing you're balancing off of is just monsters that you create you know so. yeah and i mean it, it is super weird and again yeah i i'll reiterate what you said i'm not trying to say pvp should be removed or anything like that that is absolutely ridiculous that, <laughs> that is, is this a, podcast that... remove pvp we're just gonna keep like <laughs> repeating it no no don't oh worry. god the title's gonna be idle on removing <laughs> pvp from idle hates pvpers what the hell man no. uh but I, I it is just always annoying to me and i get why it happens when items or specifically weapons behave differently in pvm than they do in pvp it it 
it irritates me. I get why it happens. I really am annoyed when I like, I'll be like trying to get a thumbnail or something. So I'll have one of my characters hitting another character with a blowpipe. And I'm like, why is this blowpipe so slow? <laughs> it's because in PVP, the blowpipe is just, it's a tick slower, no matter what. Like, it's, and I'm just like, this is, <laughs> I get it. I understand it would be OP if it worked the way it does in PVM. But my God, <laughs> no, it's, so, it's weird. so stupid. And the, and the thing is, it's going to get worse and worse and worse because there's no way they're going to raise the HP cap. There's no way they're going to start adding like extra Elijahs and armor that actually does damage reduction permanently. And just there, I don't even know where this game's going to be in five years when it comes to PVP items, because like what, like how, you can already kill people at full anglered up HP just in one shot, you know, like. There's going to be a point where, like, what the hell are we even making for weapons now that aren't just going to completely annihilate everybody? Well, you know how, like, there's all these, like, mechanics? Not even mechanics, but just these things that the old school player base just will say is untouchable. Like, you cannot change this. Like, there's so many things like that in our community. The 99 level cap is a thing that, like, we, almost everyone would just say, no, it's 99. 99 is the max level. Never change it to 120. Don't do the RS3 thing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> HP not being constitution and being like multiplied by a thousand or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I actually don't know. Like there's all these rules and one of those rules is not having a new skill. And after 10 years, it seems like that maybe that could possibly potentially maybe be considered as a possible addition maybe later. Uh, but, but for this game to like continue existing, those rules are going to do like slowly have to be, broken they have to i know and not all of them i i think a lot of them can stay and maybe just be like tweaked a little bit so it's not so much like a hard stance it's more like a, okay well maybe we can compromise and do this but like it is going to have to evolve it just is inevitable i think mm -hmm. i think the best way to go about it really is just if it makes sense i mean they've made so many quality of life updates that believe it or not there was a time in the in the community's history where the whole community did not want like shift drop and they didn't want you to be able to like just have quick left click things like that was breaking the game that was devaluing things like do you know you, what uh do you know what failed in the first poll what what was it middle mouse button to rotate your camera <laughs> I love yeah. looking back at like the first like 10 <laughs> polls. There's so many questions in there that are just so harmless. Like a, a bank tabs failed. And like that one, I I voted yes on bank tabs back then because I, I did play old school RuneScape right on release. But I was like, okay, I get it. You're trying to keep the experience pure. But when it's things like I want to rotate my camera with my middle mouse button and people were like, no, it has to be a 2007 scape. Like, this game has come a long way, and the player base has come a long way from, uh... Oh. I'm laughing so hard just thinking about... Ultra purity. Just thinking about how, how stupid a lot of that stuff is. I can just imagine the J mods back then, like, holy fuck, we messed up making a 75% threshold. Like, Jesus Christ, this game's going downhill because we can't do anything about it. Dude, I would love to be a fly on the wall in, uh, at Jagex when, like, a pole just doesn't go the way they expect it to go. Like... It must be so devastating, especially because I know they changed the poll approach and they claim that they never really used to do a bunch of development and then poll. But we all know they did a bunch of development and then polled mm -hmm. just like like they're like just like, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to pass. Or even with like 
warding, which was definitely controversial before they pulled it. Like it was still kind of like, eh. they put so much work into coming up with a, what I thought was a super cool idea. Uh, and just being a fly on the walls, they see just like failure across the board, yeah. all gray, no green. <laughs> just that must like, that must, like this, it's, it's got to take that personally to an extent, right? <laughs> And then they tried to like reiterate, have a bunch of reiterations of warding, but everyone's everyone's first impression was like, "This is dog shit. We don't want yeah. it." And so they had like completely revamped the skill idea. Completely, it wasn't even the same warding, but everybody still thought it was the same warding. Yeah, that was a mess. The repolling is tough. Like a lot of times when they repull something, they'll make like these minor tweaks, and it kind of feels like they're just doing a loophole to to repull it. But the problem is we view it that way one time so like then we start to get super soured on repolling things but then like you said like with warding they actually made substantial changes every single blog but i think if you were a no voter initially you were probably a no voter at the Forever. end yeah regardless of if you actually thought the changes were good or not and honestly i don't blame the players this me being a player who has voted no on on multiple things before we're we're not game developers we got little caveman brains and we kind of just vote our initial reaction on things and, yep. and whatever most of benefits us, are, us like yeah, yeah like we should frankly i definitely shouldn't be trusted my voice should not be heard on these <laughs> updates i'm way less smart than most of the j mods if not all of them <laughs> like why are we why are you asking my opinion jagex yeah. Well, okay. Here, let me ask you this. I want to. I want to hear your thoughts on a new skill. But before I want before I hear that, I want to hear your thoughts on forestry. If you have any thoughts, have you uh, have you looked at that blog post they put out and how confusing it is? I watched your ramble on it. I didn't even read the blog post. Um, Hell yeah. yeah! Shout out to. I'm not even. Fl- I'm not even you. just doing that to be flattering. By the way, I actually like ninety percent of the time I will just watch your ramble while I'm doing <laughs> something else instead of reading the blog post. Uh. <laughs> forestry my only opinion on it is the art they've come up with looks pretty cool and uh it's nice to look at i don't get it (laughs) uh i don't get it (laughs) that is those are my thoughts when they talked about it at the summit i was like oh this is okay yeah you're not like you're not making a mini game you're kind of like revamping the skill in a way where we can still train it the way we always have but like there's we can get this whole new deep layer to it like i was really into that idea of not just continuing minigame scape but instead really fleshing out a skill and seeing what it could be and what it could mean to train with other people and how that looks and how that affects and how a skill could truly affect the way you play the game and how a higher level skill will affect day-to-day gameplay like this is super cool they're really approaching skills the way i think skills should be approached and then i watched her ramble and i tried to understand it and I just didn't. I just straight up <laughs> didn't get it. And I didn't even, I don't know if I'm, again, just not smart enough. Uh, you'll hear me say a lot in this cast. Maybe I'm just an idiot. That's totally possible. But I like the goals, at least. The goals they stated I'm in favor of. I just don't really get the blog. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Um, for the most part, I'm still excited for it to come into the game, as I've mentioned, like in, mo- in those rambles. Like, I am excited for it, but I just don't even know what I'm excited for. I just, I guess I want something, <laughs> something to it happen might, and just discover it, I guess. It might be the kind of thing where you kind of just have to experience it to understand it. Like, you ever have someone explain a board game to you and they tell you every single rule before you play it and you're like, I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> and then time. after like, and then after like one round of the game, you're like, 
Oh, okay, okay. I, I, mm. I see what I see what's going on now, which is why for me with board games, I'm just like, guys, can we just play it and like you'll tell me the rules as we go? That's like I understand I'm probably gonna approach. lose. Yeah. Like yeah, I'll probably I'll probably lose, but that's okay. I'll, I'm probably gonna lose even if I understand every rule right off the bat. Like, uh, that's how I I think forestry might be. Like I I think it might just be a concept we've never really seen in the game. So like we just have to experience it. Yeah, that's really it. We're we're gonna experience it. The problem. Is like they don't really include many visuals in those blogs, and there's just so many new word, like so many new terms that they're coming out with, and there's like no visual for it whatsoever. And it's like, okay, I mean, I guess this is gonna be kind of cool, right? Like, sort of, <laughs> but we have no idea. But you're right. I think when it comes out, we're just all gonna get a feel for it, and it's gonna be fine and dandy. Yeah, I mean, they can always change it after it comes out. What are your thoughts on a new skill, though? Do you have one in particular you definitely would vote on, like vote yes on? Uh, no, I'm really... Uh, so I'm 100% open to the idea of a new skill. Uh, I'm pretty much of the mindset that a new skill isn't needed, but I would welcome it if it was a, if it was a good idea. Like, I don't really get the people who are saying Old School RuneScape should never have a new skill because a skill could just be like a mini game or in addition to an existing skill. Like... Yeah, that's true for most skills that came out after 2005, like, or 2004 even. Uh, so I'm, like, totally into the idea of a new skill. I think it needs to be a, a good idea, you know? Yep. Um, I'm not tied to anything I've heard. No, no, like, of the none of the player suggestions I've heard have been, like, super moving to me. Uh, I've seen about 18 different ways to implement sailing and i know that's one that <laughs> excites a lot of people and only like one of those and i forget i forget what the details of it were was like genuinely i was like oh that's cool that's that's a cool way to do it um but i i, I think i'm just gonna play it by like by feeling when the proposals start to come out i like that they're gonna do a lot of opinion polling too that's super important don't make me decide if we're getting a new skill just <laughs> like right off the bat yeah um but I would say I'm just like, yeah, I'm in I'm interested in new skill and I wanna see what comes out of like their design meetings. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really don't know what the new skill is gonna be. If I had to if I had to guess on what it's gonna be, it will probably be sailing. I'm just, I think so too. Like I just can't see any other one that gets quite as much popularity and just exposure. Um when Bard was being sort of, I don't know, shown to the community through uh, Gentle Tractor and Caveman only. Like, they, they put together that whole thing. And, the, I mean, it was so well put together. And the skill kind of, like, morphed into the game pretty well. And there was, like, a lot of nice visuals and stuff and the way it went. But so many people just want combat. I mean, they, yeah. they want a skill with combat. Uh, my only concern with sailing is that, like, are we? Are, is that what we're gonna get just because it's by default? <laughs> like, because it's the skill we've been talking about since we were kids. Like, oh, sailing's coming pretty out. Much, pretty much. Like, that's that's my only fear with it, and it's kind of unfair for me to put that on sailing because it could come. Like, I don't want to just be against it mm -hmm. if they come up with a super cool, interesting skill idea for it. Just because I'm like, oh, we're just doing sailing. That's so lazy. Like, it doesn't mean it's lazy just because they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, tough. We'll, we'll see. The the other skill ideas that are always brought up is like artisan, which is basically slayer for skilling, which is I, in my opinion, the stupidest skill idea ever. It would just 
Yeah, I, I've, I've seen the artisan suggestions too. And I think it's because the contract system has become so popular. Mm-hmm. Like, because everyone's like, Slayer's great. Let's do Slayer for farming with the with farming contracts. And, and just like, it's become kind of like a game mechanic that people find motivating, like motivating to, to mm-hmm. make them train that skill. Um, so I'm not super against it. Uh, I just, I, I don't know how you make it more than that because i feel like it has to be more than that yeah the thing is is like farming contracts are great i wish they had done it in a better way where you can't just unlimited skip every contract i wish it was actually more like slayer where you actually have to save up for skipping stuff now besides okay so just if they wanted to come out with something like artisan it should not be a skill it should just be skilling contracts and that could just be its own sort of like mahogany homes type thing where it's like you just go somewhere and they tell you what to do and then you get, you know, points and extra XP or whatever the hell it is. But like as a skill, it would literally mean you have to train artisan for everything you do at all times, basically, because you'd have to get your artisan XP with your skilling XP. I don't know. But yeah. It just sounds like a headache. And uh, with with farming contracts, uh when I so I farming contracts came out like Kebos that whole area came out, and then right after they came out is when I came back to the game. I took like a five year break from the game, uh, and then I started playing again. And I was like, oh, I'll go check out farming contracts. So I went to the farming guild, got a farming contract, and I think it was to grow a cactus. So then I went to Alcarid and I planted a cactus, uh, <laughs> and then I checked the health of the cactus like fifty. Oh, it was a potato cactus, so it only took like fifty minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I went back and it was like, yeah, your contract is to, to grow the potato cactus. You, you should do that. Why, why haven't you done that yet? And I was like, what the? F- Am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, yeah. Go, go for it. Uh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely, I've grown a potato cactus. And then I realized there's patches in the farming guild. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed because I, I thought like, it's going to be like, yeah, there's patches in the farming guild. That's cool. And you can grow special new things in the farming guild only. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But I thought it was going to be like, oh, we've added some new patches around the world and like you'll have to travel around the world and plant the things there. And like, it's a yeah. different way to experience the world you've known for a really long time. And so like, I, I was a little bit disappointed. I was like, oh, I thought we were going to like go all around Gilnor, like planting different crops. And that's how we get our contracts. Yeah, they didn't really do a great job with implementing that. I don't know. You're right, I mean, though, because I actually do recall me thinking the same thing. I, I thought that contracts were just anywhere in the world you could do it. I think, I mean, I think farming contracts are fine, too. I think Jagex probably saw that it was like, people are going to like farming contracts, and it's going to be a, a way for people to get back into farming. Mm-hmm. And maybe, they, like, you know, they, they knew they didn't have to put that much effort into it. Like That's true. Really just make didn't. a contract system, and it'll work, and it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I still think farming contracts have, like, so much more potential to it. And just contracts in general. Because I actually, I kind of like Mahogany Homes. It's pretty chill. And that's just, like, a literal contract minigame. And, uh... Yeah, I just wish the rewards for Mahogany Homes were more interesting. Like, obviously, you go for the Carpenter's Outfit. You go for the Plank Sack, which is literally just to help with Mahogany Homes. And the Saw, maybe. And, like... Every single minigame that has supply crates in this game just sucks. Like, why <laughs> are supply crates never good? Make it no. worth it for... Like, I would like it if I was like, oh, you know, like, should I be saving for the for the carpenter's helmet or whatever it's called? Or should I buy a supply crate to help, like, offset the cost? 
of all these planks I'm using. Right now, it's like if I spend the money, the uh, points on supply crates, I am just wasting my time, mm -hmm. just objectively, and it's not close. And you do not need a spreadsheet to tell you that. <laughs> like, you can just see it. And you're like, "Yep, this sucks. Wish, wish I didn't buy that." <laughs> yeah they really have to buff those crates like jesus christ they're horrible i would actually be super the problem with is is like construction has always been known to be the gold sink skill so it's yeah. really hard to give resources out there but like they st i don't know they they really still could they they could make yeah. those crates a lot more fun or or at least have some like really crazy rares that you could get you know not not like super crazy the construction pet that a little plank too. that just follows you around it like a little it just hops around behind you just a regular looking plank that's just, just following you it's like a one in ten thousand from the supply crate yeah shove a pet in there shove some fucking clue scrolls <laughs> yeah. in there that's all i mean that's all i want technically just that's what rs3 did man they just they just added pets to every skill and they're like go get it <laughs> go get the pets yeah but then you got the pet hunters that literally have dedicated their life publicly to pet hunting and then whenever a new pet comes out they fucking whine and bitch and moan yeah i want to ruin their lives that's why <laughs> that's that's what i want to do it's just also yeah i just yeah, i mean my perspective on the support i create is definitely an iron man perspective because i've almost only played iron men for the past four years so take my opinions on this stuff with a grain of salt i i, I don't even give a thought to the runescape economy <laughs> and i know that's super ignorant so just I know if the supply crates were good, it would probably screw the economy. So, mains, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you if I did. Yeah, you offended them. Um, one of the ideas, I actually, I think it was on the Lake cast where I was talking to him about what if, okay, so <clears throat> you know how they started coming out with those like caches, those like chests? So, you get like the um, icy, or what, what's that one called from Muspa? You get like that little frozen cache, and then there's one at TOA, which is like the... Um, yeah, yeah, like the cache of runes and stuff Yeah, like yeah, that. cache of runes, those things. So I was thinking, and I, I actually really like those kind of things where you just... Yeah, they're cool. They kind of feels like a little special when you get yeah. them, even though like it, they're just a regular white light reward. Yeah, it does. I, and I was thinking, so I was talking to Lake, I was like, what if... I was thinking in my head back then what would be something that would just be super super fun to do that you don't get to do in the game often and one of those would be like a little um instance that you get sent to where there's just a metric fuck ton of dragon implings everywhere and a few lucky implings spread around and so you get this like cash or just something it wouldn't have to be a cash it'd just be some sort of item that when you open it there's a rare chance of you getting teleported to this area and you basically just have like 30 seconds to just catch as many dragon implings as possible. Or just something like really fun like that. I personally think that would just be a total blast. Just have a super rare chance of getting sent somewhere and just catching a bunch of implings and then opening them later. So like, I know? love that for one specific reason. Okay. Well. And that's because I know there's at least three or four Snowflake series out there that would then rely <laughs> on that yeah. to accomplish whatever goal they have. Like, yep. Swampletic style trying to catch the Lucky Embling for the Rune Crossbow. Like, they're like, I need to do Mahogany Homes as much as I can because the Supply Crate has this rare chance of giving me this opportunity to go, like, get, get this crazy, like, <laughs> access to something I normally wouldn't have access to with my restrictions. Like, I, I love when something super rare it gives you access to something that seems pretty normal, but you just know for some weird accounts, it's going to be the thing they're hunting for, the, no. for so long. And I'm just, I maybe I'm just sadistic because I would never do that myself. But I love watching <laughs> other people do it. 
did you just ask maybe if you're sadistic? Well, I, I, oh, to be I, honest, you've never done anything like super crazy in the game. No, never. I've never done any crazy grinds in my life, but I have shocked myself in RuneScape before. So, I mean, like I, I have done sadistic things. <laughs> Just not not in a time perspective, but on a pain perspective. Okay, I actually have to bring this up because, um, yeah, it's it's relevant to this Twitter topic. So, um, Mind Goblin or Hamzy asks, do you ever play RuneScape like a normal person? No. Literally, no. I think the last time I played RuneScape like a normal person was 2019. A normal person. Like, and by normal person, I assume they, like... You log in, you decide what you're going to do, and then you go do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't done that in years. Jesus. So what I, what, uh, what sparked that? Was it just simply because of content creation? Uh, I started playing like weirdly before content creation, and then I started just making content out of the weird ways I was playing. But it was really just because I've been playing this game since 2004, and new things keep coming out that i have yet to experience i've never done tob still like that i just never set foot in tob other than night at the theater to get a quest cape damn but for some reason i don't get dopamine from being able to access a new boss or get a drop from a new boss i get dopamine from coming up with a stupid way to play the game and mm -hmm. then making that stupid way to play the game and then just doing that for a little bit like that's how i get my my dopamine from this video game yeah, I think that, I'm just broken. No, 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 no. That that actually makes sense, um, especially if you're like good at creating ideas like that. Because there's a lot of people that just don't have the creativity to even, or or just, you know, have the time or patience to play a snowflake or some sort of creative mode. But it definitely is more fun to do those creative modes when you get to share it with others, like on YouTube or anything else like that. Like that, that's when the real fun is when the community's involved. Yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. I like making the stupid stuff and then putting it on YouTube. And then there's always like at least a couple of people who are like, this is a really interesting idea or it was really funny. Like my main thing is actually trying to make funny stuff. Like I don't necessarily want to make these really entertaining from a gameplay perspective challenges. Really? I want to make stuff that I know is going to be funny to play and funny to watch. So like, I'm not like settled where he'll come up with these really interesting challenges where he can think about, Oh, well then to get a fire cape, there's all these interesting hurdles. I'm going to have to jump through just to make that possible now. And it's really cool to watch his thought process and to see him plan it out and to execute that plan. Like that's a whole different form of entertainment than what I typically go for. I go for like the other end of the spectrum. Like, let's see how far this dumb guy can get in this dumb idea he made up. So for those that haven't seen any of your, of your videos or know much about you as a content creator, what are some of the, what are, what is the weirdest video idea slash maybe even room light plugin uh, idea that you've ever made? The weirdest, yeah. weirdest one I've made by far is I got this thing called the TENS unit, which is used for muscle therapy. It uses electric shocks to uh, contract your muscles, like, repeatedly. Uh, and if you turn it up above, like, it gets, like, a scale of one at a time. If you turn it up above five, it forces your muscles to clench wherever you put these two pads, <laughs> and it hurts like, like a bitch. And uh, I made, I, I bought one, I opened it up, I 
did a bunch of soldering and nonsense. Did you put the crystals put, like, in? Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. just thinking of Napoleon Dynamite, his fucking time machine. He's trying to <laughs> <laughs> but I just put this little thing on it to like have to be able to communicate to it over Wi-Fi. Then I made a rune light plugin, so whenever I take damage, it sends a signal to the to the tens unit to shock me. Jesus and then Christ. I just asked people on. Uh, on YouTube and on my Patreon, just like, hey, where should I go to take a bunch of damage? So I went to like the desert. I went to, I did Chaos Altar. I did LMS oh and I was God. just getting shocked this whole time every time I did damage based on how much damage I was taking. That is by far the dumbest thing I've ever made. Oh my God. That's good. Yeah. So what about that um, snail man mode? I think that was, okay, wait, wait. The funniest video that you've, I have to say this, the funniest video you ever made, in my opinion, where I actually couldn't breathe at points, was the one where you were just watching people start making their own McTiles. Oh just, my God, that was <laughs> great. I love that. Dude, I couldn't breathe. I could not breathe at some points. I'm going to have that all linked in the description, boys. So if you guys are listening to it, um, go go click on uh, Idol's links. Uh I'll have that video in particular. That that was seriously, I could not breathe. It was so fucking funny. Um, yeah, that was the first video of mine that ever got like any significant amount of views, and uh, it was. It, I, I titled it "The Settled Rune Runescape," uh, which some people were angry about, and it was funny because I was uh, I was I was talking with Settled uh, pretty recently. We were doing prop hunt with Jimmy, mm -hmm. and I was like. And we were just talking. I mentioned that video to him. I was like, so, hey, have you ever seen the video I made called The Settled Rune Runescape? Because a lot of people got real mad at me about that title. And he was like, oh, yeah, that was you? Yeah, I, I, I did see that. <laughs> and we just laughed about it because I was like, obviously, no. <laughs> like, just, uh, no, clearly he didn't. He didn't do anything wrong. But that video was just so fun to make because I was just on stream. I was burnt from whatever boss I was doing. And someone was like, Dude, I'm in Lumbridge. I just saw like three tile men pop up, and I was like, "Let's go, let's go, let's go talk to these tile men." Oh my god, I'm just trying to think of like just that random like Jimbo or just I, I say Jimbo, but just like some random Jimmy or Timmy, you know, just coming back from school, watching their settle video, like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a tile man." <laughs> just sit there yeah. and just stood on a tile, just waiting for their man to come so they can just yeah. It's just it's him. just so funny. Plus, because they're like they're like my hostages too. While I'm while I'm talking to them, it's like, yeah, what are you gonna do? You're gonna walk away? No, I don't think so. Oh, you're gonna you got three tiles unlocked? Yeah, how far are you really gonna go? Oh. <laughs> it, I, at a certain point i started to get worried that i was bullying them but when i watched it back i really didn't say anything. like i i don't think i really bullied any of them i was just asking them questions mm -hmm. yeah the yeah. only bad thing that happened was when i talked to a pvp'er who made a town man <laughs> i won't repeat what he said but you, you guys know. have to get a click on the video if you want yeah, to find out more yeah it's it's uh, i almost <laughs> cut it from the video because i was like is this too offensive <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? I'll just put it in. I won't narrate it. Like, I won't voice over what he said. And then I'll just <laughs> cut away. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and so if you don't want to watch the video, just what, what do you think a PvPer would say? If, <laughs> like, just whatever you think a PvPer would say if they were making a tile, man. That's, that's pro you're probably right. Oh, my God. Um, the other video I really loved was your snail, snail man mode. Yeah, that was the one, man. That was the one that, like, the settled one was the first one that got any amount of views. And I think mm -hmm. that one, that one in the first, like, three days got, like, 8,000 views, and I was blown away. And then Snail Man was just a whole different beast entirely. So explain what Snail Man is 
And also, how did you even come out with that idea? Uh, so Snail Man is... It's a Runelite plugin where a snail will spawn on the opposite side of the world from you. And it will slowly hunt you down. And if it touches you, you quote-unquote die. I can't actually make you die. You lose your Snail Man status. Mm -hmm. uh, and it can use boats. It can use spirit trees. It can use a lot of stuff. It's a, it's a decently smart snail. But uh, the way I came up with that idea was actually someone in my Discord linked me a Reddit thread where someone was like, hey, like, here's like a classic meme. And it wasn't even a RuneScape meme. It was just something that someone in like 2015 came up with. It was like, would you take a million dollars, but a snail is hunting you down. And if it ever touches you, you die. And then someone was like, this, but a RuneScape game mode. <laughs> and then I had never made a RuneLite plugin before. And I was like, this feels like it could be a RuneLite plugin. So I just, in like a matter of one week, I learned how to make a RuneLite plugin. I made that. And then I made a video on it. And uh, it did really well. And then it turns out the plugin crashed a bunch of people's computers. So, you know, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, what, so I'm trying to remember the video exactly. There was, there was a point where, like, the snail was going hella fast. Like, it seemed um, like it was just going too fast. And it had, you had to slow it down by, like, half yeah, speed or something. So the snail, I had the snail move one tile every tick, which is walking speed, which yeah. I thought was a normal speed. And, you know, if you ever walk in RuneScape, you're like, this sucks. This is the worst. I'm mm -hmm. moving so slow. Turns out that's pretty fast when you don't know where the snail is. <laughs> and at one point in the video, I, I went to the stronghold to get 10K because I was like, oh, I was, you know, classic way to start an account. <laughs> and I was just climbing back. I got the 10K. I was just climbing back up the ladders. And as I get to the top floor, the snail climbs down the ladder at the same tick, <laughs> just instantly shit. hits me. And I was like, I, at that point, I was like, okay, well, I'm like five minutes into the first video and I want to make a few videos out of this. So I was like, what if we just, this didn't happen? What if we just ignore this? And then I immediately died again because I, I couldn't get anywhere. I had no teleports, obviously. I had like nothing. I had no way to get away from the snail. And I realized if it got close to me, all I was doing was walking away from the snail at the same speed it was chasing me. Because mm -hmm. like I, my agility level was awful too, and I couldn't really train agility or else it would get me. So then I had to slow it down. It was it was just like I put no thought into balancing the snail at all. <laughs> I just made it, and I was like, "Great, let's film." And uh, I then realized that I had made a grave mistake from an entertainment perspective, which actually ended up being the funniest part of the whole video. Yeah, shit. That that's you know what. As you were saying that, I, something came to my mind. So for a new skill, imagine this. I know this is completely unrelated to a snail. But I was thinking when you were saying the snail can like use boats and use like fairy rings and shit like that to get places. I was just thinking how cool would it be if instead of sailing, we got aviation. I know that. Aviation? Um, dude, I was just thinking. Okay, so you know how there's gnome gliders? Yeah. And they're basically almost useless to ever use. Like, I mean, I guess there's a couple maybe, but nobody ever uses them. And there's also those eagles yeah. um, from Eagles, whatever peak or whatever quest. Uh, yeah. What if there was like a new skill called aviation? You make your own fucking glider or you make you pimp out your own eagle or something like that. And you just fly places. Uh, actually, now that I would think about that, we already have teleportation. So that actually sounds pretty useless, but. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like, I mean, again, it's like any good sailing idea. This, sailing has to take you somewhere interesting. Yeah. Like, it has to. So aviation would be the same thing, in my opinion, just in different, <laughs> different, different graphics, different models, you know? <laughs> aviation. That would be pretty dope, though. Like, make your own... Uh, dude, imagine, like, just constructing your own goddamn plane. 
like just straight up right bros and in runescape no um somebody had what was that one idea that somebody put on reddit it was like uh it was like engineering or something it was something oh it was like science science i think the skill was just called science or something like that oh i don't even i I don't go on reddit the only time i ever see reddit (laughs) posts is when people send me reddit posts of plugin ideas like that's the only time i ever see them yeah the the skill was called science and um it was basically like trying to make like your player more rational i guess or something like that so you like raise your science level and you could start making like um what were they i can't remember all the details so i might be making up shit but it was something like your potions can be pimped out even further so like it's actually like modern medicine and um you know you would have like potions that would just straight up heal you to like full and stuff like that and uh yeah there was like (laughs) i I don't know if there was like vaccines or something but like (laughs) you could come out with new deadly you know not vent not poison not venom some other crazy shit and the only way is to protect yourself to get a vaccine the only way to do that is through science i don't fucking know but <laughs> oh, that was a that was a crazy skill idea <laughs> that is that is the most insane one i've heard by far <laughs> okay um hamzy also asks will you ever show us your old runescape music videos they're still out there on youtube the answer is no but yeah for i guess i'll give context here uh because i made a joke about this <clears throat> hold on by the way uh for those who aren't aware i am golden gnome nominee idol um best new osrs video maker go vote for me right now don't listen to vote anything say says uh go vote don't even don't even look at the other names just when you see idol click on it click next and then you can vote for whoever you want mm-hmm. uh but oh man i made a joke when the uh nominations were opening to like get to the top four that if you voted for me for best new video maker, you're an idiot because I started making RSMVs in 2007. My first YouTube videos were in 2006, but they were Lego stop motion, so not RuneScape. And then I made RSMVs in 2007 until like 2010. And people then started asking me for those RSMVs. So I went looking on YouTube and almost every single one is still up there which is horrifying i don't know the password to any of the accounts they'll never get taken down like i i i don't know how i'm ever going to figure out those passwords uh but the answer is absolutely not just no shot am i ever showing those to anyone they're horrifying legitimately horrifying yeah i have one music video a runescape music video that i made in like 2007 um yeah, I, I will never show that. That that'll never see the light of day. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just, it's not not necessary, you know. <laughs> and it's exact no. and it's exactly like your uh scenario where like I don't even know the account's password or anything, so there's no removing the video. The only thing I could do to try to remove it is just like report the video a million times. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, try to get it taken down for for copyright. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, maybe you don't want to tell me this, so because we uh. You don't want us to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but what song was it for? I can't. I can't tell you the song because the 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 vi- it's a great song too. But the video is called that. So if I told you yeah. <laughs> the song, everybody would be able to find it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the problem. I want to tell people some of the songs I made RSMVs too, and some of them I probably could get away with saying just because so many people made RSMVs off these songs. But. Mm-hmm. I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid <laughs> that someone would somehow figure it out. Um, 
Oh God! I just found I just found my oldest one. Oh, Jesus God. Christ! That's not good, man. Cringe worthy. Oh, I'm, oh God! I'm I'm reading the description of it. Why did I ever talk like that? Who? No, just terrible. Okay, Dude, have anyway. you ever? Okay, I don't know if you were on Facebook as a kid. Like I got on Facebook when I was like twelve or thirteen. And, um, yeah, I, I've since, it's probably been like five years since I've like fully deactivated my Facebook, but about like three years ago, I just logged in and it temporarily deactivates or reactivates your account until you deactivate it again. But yeah, holy shit. I just, I, I just got curious. And so I went to my messenger app on my phone oh, just to no. see like past conversations oh, <laughs> and no. I'm like, what the fuck am I even saying? Like I'm like a completely, I mean, not even like, I, I can't even remember having these conversations. That's how different of a person I was when I was a kid. Like, I'm just like looking at these conversations and I, I you know, when you just can't even have both eyes open because you're, you're like repulsed yeah. by it. You're like, Jesus, man. Yeah. I was reading some of these conversations. I'm like, okay, this is, this has completely given me nightmares. Like I'm going to just randomly wake up at night and just think about the most cringe shit I've ever said. And it's because of this. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's pretty awful to have grown up in a time where the internet was a thing because I was not shy about the internet growing up. I, like I, like I said, 2006 was my first video. And I think I made YouTube videos consistently on different channels for different games until 2013. And then I stopped until I started again in like 2021 is when I started making YouTube videos again. And it's awful because I know where most of those things are. And sometimes like you, my intrusive thoughts will win and I'll go check out those videos <laughs> or those posts or whatever. And I'm just like, wow, I really just had no shame. Just like <laughs> apps, like, like I, I thank God I, I never, I was never like edgy, so I never said anything horrible. Like, yeah. there's nothing I need to be like, oh, I need to scrub this. Like, the worst thing that will happen is if people find it, I'm incredibly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, thank God I was like never offensive or anything, because mm -hmm. I posted just so much stuff. <laughs> but I still have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, I still have to deal with the fact that I created <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> okay, I actually really love this topic. And Ignoble Solid, what a legend. He asks, or he says, a bunch of creators have shifted their focus into YouTube and found success, you included. Would you stream again or are you going to stick to YouTube full time? What are the pros and cons of each platform? Do you find one easier than the other? Uh, that's like a really good question. Wow. Yeah, I love um, it. Uh, I, I don't think I'll ever stream again as a primary content creation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll definitely go back to streaming and it'll be kind of a supplemental uh, deal. It'll be almost like a free time thing, unless I have an idea that requires me to be live. Mm. Like, you know how like Hanani will have some videos where it's like, she, right now she has this Twitch everyone account where like you click on the Twitch screen and that controls the account. Like, if I had an idea like that, obviously I would go live for it. But uh, I don't think I'll ever go back to it in the same capacity that I used to do it. And the reason for me, and it's not the same reason for everyone that has switched to YouTube, is my ideas that I come up with, and I come up with ideas like at an insanely fast pace. 
and 99% of them are awful, just to be clear. Like, I don't come up with, like, banger video ideas every five seconds. Most of them suck. But uh, the ideas I would come up with and the ideas that I found fun to come up with and fun to make just were so much better suited for YouTube videos than for streaming. And I had a really hard time coming up with interesting ideas for streams. And I think the best streamers out there do kind of approach streaming the same way as making a YouTube video. Well, they'll come into each stream with an idea of what that stream is going to be and how it's going to be interesting. And that to me is really hard to do. And I really respect the people who do it well. Like they deserve so much credit. Um, So for me personally, I think YouTube is just, it's an easier platform kind of like it's more work per thing I put out, but I find it easier to work on those things than I do to be live all the time. Uh, And I think that more and more people are switching to YouTube now or not even switching, but doing YouTube now just because I realized that even if you don't want to be like coming up with crazy ideas for a YouTube video, you can make YouTube content pretty easily. That will sup that will be like a helper to whatever other content you are doing as your primary. Like every TikToker out there has a YouTube channel. Oh, every Twitch streamer out there is slowly starting to have a YouTube channel too. Even if they're just posting like highlights and they're just hiring an editor, like mm-hmm. YouTube is just kind of this core hub <laughs> where a lot of content creation starts or goes back to or is discovered. So I, I think that's why we're seeing a lot of people switch to YouTube. But for me personally, it just aligned with what I wanted to do creatively better. And that's just me. That's not the case for everyone. Mm. And that's why I find it easier. It just, it, it, it jives with my brain better. So what do you think are the pros and, well, at least in your opinion, pros and cons of Twitch and then of YouTube? Guess, uh, yeah. Pros of YouTube, undoubtedly the ability to find someone. Like I don't have to do any promotion to a video for people to find that video assuming i made a good title and thumbnail and the video itself is at least someone interesting mm-hmm. it, i mean title and thumbnail is like all of it honestly it's like 95 percent of it if i make a good title and thumbnail i can make a shitty video and people will watch it it's just the truth um but so the discoverability is a huge part of youtube uh twitch the big pro and everyone knows this it's just the culture on Twitch, man. I, uh, I mean, there's toxic culture everywhere, but the culture and community on Twitch is so much stronger. Like, I really, really parasocially felt connected to people on Twitch, and I don't get that from YouTube. So it's YouTube kind of feels like there's a layer between the content I'm putting out and the people who are watching it. With Twitch, it just feels so much more close. And with the fellow creators, you feel a little bit more closeness too because you're all just you can watch each other and usually have a face cam and it's in real time too. Yeah. So I think that's one big pro that Twitch has. And even YouTube gaming doesn't have it. Like the culture on Twitch is so specific and it's the hardest thing that any Twitch competitors is going to have to deal with. It's just Twitch culture. It just, it is what it is and it's, you can't really replicate it. It's crazy to think how Twitch, I don't know. (sighs) Yeah. It's just weird because I think when Twitch was first bought, uh, I don't know if it was, it might've been Justin TV at the time when it was bought. I don't know the whole like history of it, but like just to think somebody's paying billions of dollars for just like a video game streaming service, like what the fuck, just make your own, you know? But then you see the people that try, I mean, Mixer, for example, tried to compete and they had tons of money to throw at it and just got nowhere. Like (laughs) just like, 
it's so much of it is just familiarity recognizable recognizability and just everything like that and just the culture is already there it's yeah it's impossible to and take down a giant just to be clear i w when i was streaming on twitch consistently and when i'm not streaming on twitch anymore i am one of the biggest haters of twitch the company in the world it, it, when like i think they make so many just awful decisions back to back to back that that is honestly the testament to how big their culture is and how strong their culture is because any company that makes as many bad decisions as they do would have sunk by now <laughs> and twitch has seen a minor drop off that is more attributable to people going back to an office than it is to decisions they made <laughs> like that is like like twitch is the too big to fail <laughs> motto in a company format it's it's wild to me uh, which also one more pro about YouTube versus Twitch, and it's kind of cuts both ways. If you do this full time, YouTube income is so much more reliable. It is so much more reliable. Mm -hmm. It is so nice to have a really solid idea of how much money I'm going to be getting every month. And especially when you know how CPMs work, which I won't get into because it's super boring. Just having a solid idea of your income every month from YouTube alone. Twitch will probably make you more money if you're a good streamer. It'll probably make you more money, but it's also, it really fluctuates hard. Yep. So like, that's what I mean by it cuts both ways. You might, you there's a good chance you'll make more money on Twitch if you're not a huge YouTube creator, but it's just kind of nice, the stability of YouTube. They really, they, they've really solidly got the monetization down, uh, except for people who get demonetized randomly all the time. Shout out to Nanny. She gets demonetized all the time. <laughs> and that sucks. Wait, so do you get sponsorships on your videos? I do. I'd say, uh, I mean, it used to be like whenever I got a sponsorship offer, I would take it. Mm -hmm. Now it's to the point where I get like a few sponsorship offers and like either I can't take them all because they all want, like they all have deadlines or, you know, some sponsorships are just not ones you really want to take. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm at the point now where I get them pretty consistently. And yeah, that's, that's... that's a big part of the stability. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely what I've heard. Um having oh wait are wait are you a part of uh crusader i am not a part of crusader no okay i was just curious i just the the the, the companies and the people reach out to me individually okay yeah that that's where youtube really starts becoming just very consistent is when those sponsorships start coming in because it's yeah i mean i've, I've talked to solo mission about it and yet yeah, hearing how that all works is pretty insane <clears throat> but yeah, yeah you're right Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, like, the, the, the sponsorships used to be, like, only for, like, the people in, like, the million subscriber mark. And I guess they're effective enough now where, like, as long as you're getting, like, 20, 30K views a video, like, you'll get sponsorship offers. Mm -hmm. And, like, that is such a huge boost to income for what is a pretty small commitment, especially with how sponsorships are just a part of YouTube now. And I know that's annoying to some people, and I totally get it. I really, really do understand it. Um, but like, because it's an accepted part of YouTube, it's kind of like a, it's like a small thing and it can be such a boost to a creator's ability to make videos and make them consistently and dedicate more time to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I, I personally think that um, you are kind of a natural YouTuber in a way. I think you're a natural video maker. I mean, you're a great entertainer as well, live entertainer as well. You could you you could be a you know a great streamer, but I think um, 
not to say you weren't a green streamer and you were a great streamer, but no, nah, man, I get it. I get it. I but, sucked as a streamer. You're happy. I switched <laughs> off. I mean, Hey, that's fair, man. That's fair. I t- I'll take the criticism. Yeah, that, I didn't, I did not word that directly. I did not come out the way I no, wanted. No, you, you worded it fine, man. Yeah. But I, I, I'm glad that you've found like what fits your style and everything like that. And the fact that YouTube is, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's able to like produce income that's reliable and stuff and you can just have a ton of fun because you love you know making videos that are just creative and coming out with quirky ideas i think that's just awesome that there's a way to do that and just shout out the runescape old school runescape community specifically because again i don't know anything about the runescape 3 community uh they are just the youtube community has changed so much where like you used to just be you had to do a progress series yep that is the only way your youtube channel will take off and it's still a good way but the YouTube community and the creators have gotten so much more accepting of these, just like doing these wild ideas and just having them be these one-offs. Like the settled escape room, which I I call the one-off and some people got angry at me. Like I, I just meant that it's not a series. To watch his second escape room video, you don't need to have seen the first one. Mm-hmm. You, it's just, it's just this interesting concept that has nothing to do with leveling up an account uh, or anything like that. I, I'm really thankful because that's the kind of video I like making. I like coming up with a different idea and exploring it in a video or maybe two videos and then leaving it at that. And the the community has like been so embracing of that for all these different creators who are doing that. So just thank God that happened or else I probably would not be making RuneScape YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And the thing is, we're only scratching the surface. There's probably so many different ideas and uh, different sort of... Um, series and other snowflakes i feel like there's just so much untouched ground when it comes to osrs content on youtube and we're just about to see it all this decade and and beyond i think like i 100 percent agree yeah yeah it's gonna get fun i think very soon i i really do wonder though you know what what happens let's just say osrs makes some like horrible decisions and the game starts like legitimately dying which again i can't really see but like what happens to all the content creators do like where where do we go do we just keep playing and then eventually hop on the private servers or like how how does that work yeah i think it's going to depend from person to person like for me i would be decently quick to jump ship because i (laughs) have a bunch of ideas for the first one to jump ship just fucking bail yeah dude i so like what i love doing is like playing games in weird ways and usually that means mods or that means plugins in rune Mm. case and i have a whole list of ideas i've mentioned this on on a few different like times i've talked about it but uh i will write down every single idea i come up with i will take out my phone i'll write it down the second i have an idea i will not take time to think about how good it is i'll just write it down uh and I, for that reason, I have a whole list of non-RuneScape ideas, and I base they're basically there like, hey, if RuneScape dies, here's the list of ideas to go to, and just like, just, just jump ship right away, because I think the scariest thing about being a one-game content creator, which is the case for most RuneScape creators, because everyone at this point knows that it's basically impossible to break out of this game. Like, <laughs> it's super, super fucking hard and yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. Um, if like the like i i don't like that that is like an uncomfortable feeling to me even though i love this game 
it's nothing against the game. It's just like, I don't like that I'm not diversified. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I think I'd be so quick to do it. Cause I'm like, Hey, if I'm going to, if this game's going downhill, I'm going to have to diversify now or never. So yeah. that's why, that's why I would be so quick to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it, it's just strange because it really does feel like this game's completely timeless, but who knows like what would happen if something, something terrible happened you know yeah and i think yeah you know, i again i have faith in at least the old school team that if the higher ups were trying to force some decision through there'd be enough pushback where there would never be this just like one decision we'd look back on that just sunk the game immediately it'll probably be like death by a thousand cuts kind of deal and yeah if that's the case then this game has so much more runway that that's a good point and everything they're announcing, by the way, has been only exciting for the game. So, like, I'm not even talking about, like, oh, the game is trending down now. Like, the game is fine. The game is healthy. And I am rooting for it. And I will always root for this game. And I will play it as long as it's out there. Yeah, same. Okay, Furrywall asks, do you think the, the plug-in imbued fart is too OP to be allowed on RuneLight? uh yeah but i'm only angry that i didn't make it oh it's, did he who wait you didn't make it who made it i don't know who made it i think that's been you around for a too. while i wish i made it <laughs> i have i have made many things in this game you know what you should noises. make you know what you should make you should make imbued shart so it's more aggressive oh and yeah and make, then i make you poop yourself i have made characters poop themselves before so you know i do have experience in this uh in this specific department <laughs> my most viewed video ever is uh one part of it is me making a runescape character poop itself after eating so uh, if you guys aren't familiar with my content there's a little taste oh my god of what i'm known for okay here here's something i need to ask you about can old school runescape become a survival game with hunger and sleep and all that shit is it possible do you have an uh, an idea of how that could actually work if it were to be a an actual game mode i i sure hope so because i uploaded a video this month called i turned runescape into a survival game and yeah so the the reason i wonder is because like runelight clearly doesn't have the uh power or capability to like really make it you know deadly yes so here's how my plugin works okay uh it has hunger and it's just based off of eating and it goes down uh it has a day night cycle uh there is the concept of sleep in it but not really the way you might think of it uh and then because i can't kill you with a rune light plugin which is my biggest i really wish i could kill characters with mm -hmm. rune light plugins but you, you just can't um i created a life point system which is uh it combined is like you lose the game mode if your hit points at zero or if your life points at zero and your life points go down if it's if you're at if it's nighttime and you're not near a fire uh if your health is below a certain amount you're injured if you're carrying too much based on your agility level your life points will start to go down like all these different status effects to try and simulate a survival games like stakes but yeah, the hardest thing about RuneLight, and it would be so much better of a plugin if I could actually just like kill people with RuneLight, <laughs> which is uh, which is never going to happen because that's not the way uh, MMOs work. Uh, if I if I was able to kill you, that would mean I'd have to be sending messages to the server uh, that were fake, and at that point, my account would get banned. So, uh, which you know what, in a certain way, is uh, kind of like killing the account. It's true. That is yeah. true. 
the 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 biggest issue with almost every rune light plugin idea i see is people want like these crazy stakes to happen uh like oh you should like lose like half your skill xp like in dead man mode and it's like yeah that's a great idea i can't do that mm -hmm. like that's uh, obviously i can't do that i can change the number on the skill but the second you log out and then log back in it'll be back to normal yeah uh like that's the biggest thing i wish i could control and hey runes get private servers you know i, I could do it if they get <laughs> if they gave me access to them <laughs> like it's true there is a lot of potential with that you know i i again going back to uh private servers i doubt jagex would ever be willingly open to releasing just the ability for creators to do that but it would be pretty op yeah um robert asks what current plugin slash any plugin ideas you have that you would like to see for a challenge in gilinor games season four i mean it's the most obvious answer i would love to see prop hunting gilinor games i think that'd be insane to see uh it's the one that makes the most sense as a at least for the plugins i've made it's the one that makes the mm -hmm. most sense as a gilmore games challenge just because it's easy to understand because it's an established game mode in other games it's visually easy to understand because people actually turn into what they are and like the, the camera could see it all and it'd be easy to easy to capture uh i don't know if there's any other runelight plugins that would make for like a good Gilnor Games challenge, because a lot of Runelight plugins that are really good and make for interesting challenges are single player challenges. Like they don't involve multiple people. So I think Prop Hunt would just be cool to see. I think it would work. And uh, I'm just gonna accept the fact that that can sound pretty conceited because I'm the one who made that plugin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, there's a proof of concept, man. People are loving the, the Prop Hunt videos. So what? if it ain't broke. So how did you even, like, how did you learn how to make RuneLight plugins? Uh, I was, before I started content creating full-time, I was a software engineer. And mm. I did that for eight years professionally. And Jesus. I okay. Also, Wait, how old uh, are you? I'm 28. Okay. I'm 27. <laughs> You're a little kid. You're a little baby. Yeah, well, I'm 28 okay. as of, like, two weeks ago. So Happy birthday. Just, Thanks. I share a birthday with old school RuneScape, so it's oh, kind of uh, I didn't know we're that. kind of like twins like that. Me and old school RuneScape were born on the same day. That's cute. Um, yeah, it really is. Thanks and that was like right that. when you turned an adult when it was actually born, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I I actually told this story on a, on a different podcast. I'll tell it again here. It was my um, uh, God. It, it was my 18th birthday, right? Because RuneScape's 10 years old now. Mm -hmm. um, and. <laughs> RuneScape was coming out. Old school RuneScape was coming out, and I was so excited because I've been burned on just regular RuneScape for so long. And uh, all these people were trying to make plans, and my girlfriend at the time was trying to make plans for my birthday. And I just kept, I like, I didn't want to say no to all these plans because, like, I just wanted to play RuneScape all day. I just wanted to play <laughs> old school RuneScape all day. So eventually, like, I just like, I, I, I know for a fact I made. I made her mad because like eventually I just like I had to come clean I was like hey I'm just gonna, I just want to play old school RuneScape <laughs> for my birthday we can do things on the 23rd if you want but I'm gonna play old school RuneScape oh my god and uh that day I became top 100 in RuneCrafting and I took a screenshot and if I log into that account it is at the same RuneCrafting level that I got on day one so <laughs> I never trained it again after that that is I awesome. just started uh 
I just started uh, law running and nature running, but mm-hmm. like as like the people crafting the runes, just because one of my favorite things growing up was law running. I mm-hmm. that's how I made money to buy my full mystic set, which was very exciting for me when I was like 10 years old. And I uh, was like, oh, first thing I'm going to do when I log in on old school runescape, instantly going to start law running to make some money. And then I just started rune crafting. Big mistake. But <laughs> yeah, unsurprisingly, me, uh, me and my girlfriend in high school did not make it weird. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, we, we broke up like two months later. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I chose RuneScape over her. Yeah. I mean, that was the smart... Or wait, what? What am I saying? That's not a smart call. <laughs> no. uh, that, you know what? Things happen for a reason, you know? Or at least exactly. that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. That's what... You know, we have to cope somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. All right. Mantis... Spraying Mantis asks, what are some other games that interest you as a streamer? As a streamer? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think the games that interest me as a streamer are games that I haven't played before, but are very similar to games I have played before. So one I really want to play, and it's just been on my list of just games to play in general for a long time, Oblivion. I've mm. sunk so many hours into Skyrim. I've never played Oblivion. I've never played Morrowind. I want to play both of those games really badly. And... uh and I think I could have a good time with it. You know, I'm I, I'm just stupid enough where I think it'd be interesting to uh, <laughs> to watch me play those. And uh, the other game, and I don't know if I'd stream this, is uh, Breath of the Wild 2, mm. Tears of the Kingdom. I was obsessed with Breath of the Wild. Just horribly, clinically obsessed, like insanely obsessed with it. That I would love to play it. But streaming it's a little bit of a different issue because everyone is going to be streaming that. It is going to be the most saturated thing on planet Earth when it comes out. So mm-hmm. maybe not maybe not the stream. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't really play other games. Like, I kind of just play RuneScape. <laughs> so. Yeah, but, uh, so I was thinking... Um, so Hanner posted a tweet, like, last month or something asking, like, if any, any sort of content creator wants to play Minecraft. I think you had replied to that as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. See, that's a game that I was, like, as you said, clinically addicted to, basically, when I was a kid. I mean, Minecraft was my shit. Like, when I was 16, I remember, like, I was sleeping in my closet in my bedroom because we were, like, in the process of moving. So, we had to get our bunk beds out. So, I'm literally sitting in the closet all day playing Minecraft. That is, that's how I was. Oh, actually, going back to the how did I learn to make RuneLite plugins thing, mm-hmm. the way I discovered that I love modding games was I made Minecraft mods mm. uh, back in, like, 20, 2012, I think. Because, uh, like, in between my burnout of RuneScape and old school RuneScape coming out, Minecraft was the game I played nonstop. Um, and that's when I learned how to make Like I was like, I was playing with mods, and I was like, I wonder how people make these. And then I just started learning how to make them. And that's they're so also cool. made in Java, which is really convenient, because that's what runescape's made in what the runelight plugins are made in so like that was another thing that really got me into it yeah like just making mods for minecraft and then eventually i made mods for terraria too and thank god for runelight thank god for runelight because i would not be doing what i'm doing right now if runelight didn't exist and let me essentially make runescape mods (laughs) Mm -hmm. because runescape's my first love if of like any game and the fact that I could, like, take my love of, like, modding things and apply it to RuneScape is, like, the only reason I'm here making content for it. That's so cool. 
Yeah, I was pretty madly addicted to Minecraft for a time, and then I just completely burned out, and I have not played the game in over a decade now. So That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah but I go it, through waves of addiction, and I just haven't gone through one in so long. Yeah, yeah. I think, though, Minecraft could be a really fun breath of fresh air. I, I really don't even know anything about the game anymore, hardly. It's just like how many updates are inevitably in the game now. Uh, yeah, it would be quite overwhelming, but I actually think I'd have a good time. And I'm, I'm like sure you, where it I would just... would be a lot of fun. Yeah, like I just don't play other games either, so... I don't know. Yeah, it's Maybe. tough because everyone assumes, especially when I tell people what I do, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like uh, I make videos and I uh, put them on the internet, uh, and they're like, oh, okay, like what do you, what do you? Do? I'm like, oh, I make like gaming videos, and they're like, oh, I love gaming. Like, oh, have you played this? Have you played that? Have you played that? And I'm like, okay, listen, I should rephrase. Uh, <laughs> I don't play video games. I play video game, uh, and it's called <laughs> Old School RuneScape, and they're always, it's always the same response, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played oh, okay. that in. Uh, I played that in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah like in yeah. the school library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still around. They're still doing that. And I'm like, yep, yep. They're still. Yep. Uh, boy. Yep. I'm still doing that. At least. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I know. I've never felt like a part of the gaming community as like a whole. Like I'm a gamer. You know, it's like no, I'm a I'm a scaper. Like yeah. Just, yeah. And which is which is I mean, gamer's a cringe word, but scapers like just right there with it. It's oh like, yeah. Both both incredibly cringe. Oh man. It was it's so I, all my friends, even the ones who don't play RuneScape, know what I do and they know that like they they just kind of associate me with gamer. And so all of them have started watching The Last of Us on HBO and they're like, Have you watched it yet? And I'm like, No, nah, I haven't started yet. And they're like, Oh, well, you've played the game, so you kinda know what's going on. And I'm like, Yeah, no, I no, I haven't played the game either. I, I just <laughs> Because every time I play a video game, and I know people are going to relate to this, every single time I feel guilt that I'm not playing RuneScape. And not even because I feel guilt like, oh, I should be making content out of RuneScape right now. I will just feel like, man, why am I not like at least logged in fishing right now? Or like, yep. why am I not? Why am why, like, I could just be at Redwoods and then like I'll log in, I'll do Redwoods, I'll get a clue, I'll do the clue, and all of a sudden I'm just playing RuneScape. Like, it's just <laughs> like. Yep, yep. That's totally it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. Like, my brain is... I think anybody that's just a true scaper and not a gamer has something wrong with their brain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And uh, thank God, or else I would have literally no subscribers. <laughs> Shout out mental illness, for real. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flutton asks, who was your favorite person to play prop hunt with in Jimmy's video, and why was it Flutton? Oh, was, was Flutton there? <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know she was at that. Oh, okay. Um, I guess Flutton, if she was there. I mean, I believe her. She didn't lie about that. <laughs> there's, there's no shot I'm going to pick favorites. You know who was really cool, though? Yeah. Just because I had never talked to him before or, like, heard, like, really heard him talk very much other than in prop hunt videos mm -hmm. uh eight sat he was super cool yeah eight sat mm -hmm. seems like a king i don't know i don't know him that well but um yeah because like he he doesn't like or at least he's like not known for content creation he's like a really really talented artist and thumbnail maker and like, yeah so like i didn't really know what to expect too much um and then just like he was super cool he was a super super chill guy and uh really fun to, to play prop hunt with and to record with uh, so that I'll, I'll make eights at my answer and everyone else just assume I hated them. Yeah, everyone do that. 
Yeah. Idol hates you. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I want to bring this up because um, you mentioned, you know, kind of like getting to know new people in the scene. Um, you went to TwitchCon, right? I did go to TwitchCon. How was that? And was that your first ever TwitchCon? That was my first TwitchCon. Yeah. And it was, it was insane, man. It was so much fun. And like, I have like a pretty heavy amount of social anxiety when it comes to meeting people face to face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was super nervous going in. Yeah, I think we all do. Like, <laughs> like most of us are just like, we only interact with people behind a computer screen. So yeah, we're like, uh, but I was super nervous. And then just like meeting everyone was super cool. And everyone in this community is so goddamn nice. Like maybe it's because I don't really have beef with anyone. Mm-hmm. So like, well, you do now super chill. because yeah, well, I, I mean, just, yeah, I just, I did told just like, everyone to hate you. So yeah, that that's that's true. So now I do. So next TwitchCon is not going to be nearly as fun. Yeah. Um, but I think just meeting everyone and like people I had never even interacted with online that like like uh, I met Fuse there and I had never talked to Fuse mm-hmm. ever. Uh, and, and you still didn't like, talk to him there. No, no. Yeah, and I ignored him because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit better than this guy. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Uh, but I, he just, I knew who Fuse was, obviously, because yeah, yeah. he's he's really well known. And he's like, wait a minute, are you the snail guy? Oh, and then, shit. like, we, we were just at a party, and then we just, like, hung out for, like, most of the night. And I was like, holy shit, I, I, like, Fuse is so nice. And it's just a guy I had never talked to. And then, obviously, everyone I had talked to was awesome. The only person who was a real, like, just dick was Nine Rain. <laughs> I hate Nine Rain. Uh, okay, Nine now that we got that clip out of the way, yeah. someone clip that and send it to Nine Rain. Uh, no, Nine Rain's great. I love yeah, Nine Rain. Yeah. yeah, that that dude. I mean, I don't really know Nine Rain too well, but I know he's a legend because uh, he's. I know. I don't know everything that anybody's ever told me about him. He's a good dude. Plus, I watched the base after dark with him. Seems pretty chill. Yeah, he's just he's one of those people. He's just he's got the same kind of creativity that i do where it's kind of like really weird and like you kind of can't follow it and for some reason like whenever he's just making a dumb joke i'm like i I know immediately where he's coming from and i'm like dude that's hilarious and everyone else will be like what the fuck are you talking about so that's why i really like nine rain he's just he's got that same like weird sense of humor and creativity Mm -hmm. as me and he's always especially what's good about nine rays he's like he's always down for like anything he doesn't care like really like what you want to do if you if you just tell him you want to do something he'll be like yeah let's go do it absolutely and then he'll be fully committed to it and he'll be fully in and he'll try to make it as fun as possible that's so cool plus he's jacked so that that's a no that's like the only thing i actually don't like about him (laughs) i wish he was (laughs) i wish he was fat as hell (laughs) he intimidates me man thank god i'm taller than him that's the only thing i have on him did you see that picture of him running in the rain shirtless yeah i of course i did man how could i I miss it i I just i I could just imagine like me going out for like a a brisk walk or something like that out in the rain i just see this like fucking bear coming yeah and you'd be like Like, part of you part of you would hate that person right like it's only natural i think i'd just start running because i'd I'd be scared (laughs) kind of you're just a little bit intimidated by a shirtless guy why the hell is this guy chasing me (laughs) why has he got his phone out (laughs) okay you know what's also crazy is how tall you are i again everyone it's, it's okay you're actually the name i always end up forgetting on these casts when i bring it up but like coxie 
Puggin. Those guys are giants. They're like six foot four. I think you're six foot four, right? Or six. No, 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 no. Trust me. So Puggin was at TwitchCon too. And I remember seeing him and being like, what the fuck? Because I thought he was, I literally thought he was like five foot five. Yeah. And he, he, like, I'm six foot two, which is taller than many people who were at TwitchCon. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember just seeing Puggin and be like, oh my God, wait, what the hell? What right does he have? <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone, every single person at TwitchCon was like, oh, wow, you're, you're so much taller than I thought. And I'm, I, I don't know what it is, man. And they're like, oh, you should change your camera angle. And I'm like, I've tried, but everyone still thinks I'm, <laughs> everyone still thinks I'm tiny. Yeah, I, I thought you were like five foot eight, five foot nine. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is, I just don't have like an ego about my height, except for the fact that I just used the fact that I'm taller than nine rain against him. But yeah. So, uh, so like, I don't really feel like too much of an, like a need to be like, no, 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 I'm actually tall. But it was just so funny that without fail, like every single person, at least once uh, who knew me already was just like, oh, whoa, you're taller than I thought. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's funny. I like, cause I guess cause I know how tall I am. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't have any confusions about it. Who's the tallest dude in the OSRs community? Is that Defy? It's probably Defy. I, I've never met Defy, but that, he is like six massive. foot seven or something. He's like yeah. a, a goddamn like redwood tree. He's huge. Yeah. In the height department specifically. Yeah. I, I wonder what it would be like because, you know, I've, I've seen the TwitchCon vlogs and stuff like that where you kind of start gauging people and how they look like in real life. But I feel like as soon as I go to one of those, like I'm going to that Tennessee meetup with Based, but um, going to a TwitchCon, I'd love to just see where I stand. Almost see where you stand, yeah. Just like see. meeting up with like creators and saying, "Oh, like I'm a lot smaller than you." I mean, like I'm five foot eleven, so like I feel like I'm right in the middle. You'll but, be, yeah. That's that's like but there's that's so many big creators. I'm gonna feel like a child, dude. Like there, there's nah. legitimately over like two handfuls of creators that are like six foot four plus. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, the only person who's like really like even the people who are taller than me, the only person who like I really felt like <laughs> insignificant next to was Prison Joe cuz he's like both jacked and taller than me. Yeah, that dude's a so, that dude's a yeah, monster. He, he's like yeah, he's he's legitimately just like he could easily just with two fingers probably squish me. So <laughs> That's that's the only one where it's like, "Oh wow, you're like significantly taller than everyone here." But 5 foot 11 You'd be fine. Five foot eleven's you, fine, right? You, you I, wouldn't I, be I, bottom of the food chain. We'd eat the other people first. I wish I could just be like one more inch, you know. I mean, oh, I'll, I'll say I'm six foot on any mode. dating app and anything, but like when it really comes down to it, if there was a, an actual six foot person, it would be very clear I'm slightly shorter. Yeah, but any six but foot okay. person will say they're six foot one, right? I mean, that's just how it goes. That's just I mean, like, I think the classic rule is you just always say one inch more than you are, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. why I say I'm three inches. I should just start saying I'm six foot. Just, yeah, you really should. I'm just too just, honest. Yeah, you should. You really should. It'll uh, get you further in life. It really will. That's that's a scary part. <clears throat> Womanity asks, dream collab. Uh, Sebe and Idol on a Sebe cast. That is my dream. That'll never happen. That's yeah, I, I don't. I, but if, if we're being realistic, though, because that's like a little bit too out there. Uh, dream collab for a long time. My dream collaboration was would would have been Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, just because I really, really love his style of yeah. like he he's got the perfect balance of like good narrative storytelling with good humor. Yep. Like that is 
such a hard balance to strike. It's one that I don't have. I definitely lean way harder on the humor. Uh, like settled, everyone will watch him for the for the great story, the great storytelling, and then like that's a that's a difficult thing to do in and of itself. But to do both, to be funny and still tell a cohesive, interesting story, is so hard to do. And I, I just think Jimmy is the king of that. So for a long time, and then I ended up being in, in prop home with him, which was insane. It was it was Jimmy. Uh, but of people I haven't collaborated with. <sighs> you know what i'm gonna say I, he was in the prop hunt video too but i'll just say that was a jimmy video framed because i really want to collaborate with a pvp creator so yeah. badly yeah because it could take me so far out of my comfort zone and frames another guy who like has really good storytelling in the, in his videos mm -hmm. and then obviously they're they're funny as well but like the the, the storytelling in a pvp video is so good and like he's like the originator of like bronze man mode which was such a narrative driven snowflake account uh like that's just another creator that i think is really talented and i, I really would like to work with yeah just someone someone who's deep in like pvp yep 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 yeah uh when you had first said jimmy yeah i think you and jimmy if you did, if you guys both did like a duo sort of thing that would work so well because i feel like you know, you might not agree with it because you are yourself, but when I think of a creator that's most like to Jimmy, it's you, for sure. So when the Golden Gnome nominations opened up, Solo Mission made a video on his second channel just going through the nominees, mm -hmm. and he pointed me out, which was incredibly flattering, because he's, like, pointing out, he's like, yeah, so here's this guy with, like, 40K subscribers, this guy with 30K, this guy with 35K, uh, here's Idol with 12K, uh, and then he, and I was like, what, what, what am I doing here? How did I get in this, <laughs> in this category? And then somehow I got nominated because just my community is so, insane. That's cool. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I can't even describe how I felt when I saw that I got nominated and I was like legitimately blown away. But, uh, <laughs> solo mission, solo mission called me, uh, Jimmy who can code. Damn. And I, was, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? I am nothing like Jimmy. And then after that, multiple people sent me that video and were like, hey man, like, do you see what Solo Mission said about you? And I was like, yeah, you call me Jimmy, you can code. Like, I don't think that's true. And he's like, no, like, I see the comparison between you and Jimmy. And I'm just like, what in the world? Mm -hmm. How? Because yep. I genuinely, and I'm not just saying it like, oh, keep flattering me, keep complimenting me. Yes, <laughs> call me Jimmy some more. Call me, call me one of the biggest RuneScape creators. Because <laughs> I, I, I just, I honestly don't see it. I, I do. I think everyone, I, I think so many people see it. Um, it all just comes, I mean, cause if you look back at like Jimmy's old videos, obviously he's progressed as a creator as well. And I think that would just naturally happen to you. Just give it, you know, more time and stuff. And I, I think, I, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's no other creator that's quite like Jimmy. That's or no, no creator that's closer to Jimmy's style than you. So and, uh, before any uh, people try to accuse me of copying Jimmy. Trust me, I'm I'm not trying to copy anyone. I've been accused except of for Jimmy, some... of course. Except for Jimmy, I'm trying to copy Jimmy. I'm trying to be Jimmy. <laughs> Ideally, I will replace him. Uh, <laughs> I have been accused of copying like every content creator at this point. Yeah. It's it's very funny. <laughs> like, yeah, being, I once be... got. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I once got accused of copying Settle's accent. So, <laughs> I saw that on one of these Twitter topics. Can you explain that? 
Who, oh, accused, someone asked a, who accused you of that? that I just a random comment, and it was on one of my first series videos. They're like, they're like, yeah, this is okay. Like, this is a cool series, but you really need to stop copying Settled's voice. And I was like, what hey, uh, what do you mean? And he was like, well, you know, like your accent's exactly the same, and the way you talk's exactly the same. And I was like, bitch, I'm American. Like, what do you like? What do you mean? I, I have an American accent. That's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just speaking. This is how I sound. And also, I'm older than Settled, so if anything, he's copying me. So <laughs> maybe he saw one of my old, one of my old Minecraft commentary videos when I sounded really high pitch, and he copied that. Who's to say, really? Yeah, that that but, was actually Hamzy's third uh, question: was Will you ever stop copying Settled's accent? I didn't understand it at the time. Oh no! Now I'm too far in. Now I have to keep. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'll do all the classic settledisms. So I'll just be like, oh, this changes everything. Uh, holy, all the classics, you know. <laughs> holy, yeah, just do that a bunch. Yeah, you you kind of are just a clone of Jimmy and Settled mixed, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, there's better things, or there's worse things to be a clone of. <laughs> but I really, I I promise everyone, I'm not trying to be like these people. I'm just trying to be to be idle. Okay, I'm just, I'm sorry or you're welcome if I'm too much like these other people. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's pretty much impossible to not be accused of that. Um, yeah, especially when they're like they're like the most massive creators, yeah. or two of the most massive creators in the RuneScape community, which is already like. There's so many creators and viewers in the RuneScape community, but it is kind of a small community. Like it, like it's kind of like an everyone knows everyone kind of community. It's mm -hmm. so like I know why people will will be quick to draw connections. Like I also I laugh at my own jokes all the time. I it's just it's just something I do. It's psychotic, and I hate that I do it, but I do it. Yeah. And in my videos, I will laugh at my own jokes all the time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And someone was like, please stop trying to copy Hanani by laughing at your own jokes. Oh, my God. That is just. And I was like, dude, like, I get it. She And Hanani's laugh is way more contagious than mine. And her laugh is like so much better. Like, so thank God she laughs at her own <laughs> jokes. because It's so much funnier. I hate that I do it. I was like, I was like, buddy, man, I've been laughing at my own jokes since I was like seven because no one else will so like i i i promise you i'm not trying to copy anyone i'm just trying to i just trying to make myself feel better i've been accused of copying somebody i've never even heard of i'm like what i don't, <laughs> I don't even know who that person is like, do you remember who it was Did you i really don't into it? I, I i genuinely don't but it, it happened and like there was like two or three different people on my youtube comments that were accusing me of being a certain creator and i had I didn't even know who it was. I, st 
I mean, I could look it up, the comments. It would be kind of hard to find at this point. But I'm like, dude, you can't just claim I'm copying people just because you saw somebody that does something slightly similar to what I do. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just people... I, I don't know. They just really... I don't blame people for drawing connections. Like, I, I get it. That's what happens. You're like, oh, this really reminds me of this other creator that I watched. But the need to, like, comment and accuse of copying is, is just... It's weird unless it's, like, extremely, extremely obvious. And it, the the reason I keep talking about the settled accent one is because that, that was just by far the most ridiculous one I ever got. I was like, come on. You don't even believe that, man. You're re you're You're trying hard here. Come on. He's probably he probably only watches settled videos and so he's just like prone to see similarities with other creators. My theory was he only watches settled and then he only watches uh creators from Europe or Australia. <laughs> so he, the second he came across another RuneScape video with an American accent, he was like, "What the heck? This sounds just like settled." <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, Flow the gamer asks: Is there anything you wouldn't make as a plugin? Uh, <laughs> say, no, there isn't. No, I mean, if I had the ability to make something and it wasn't like explicitly against the rules, no, I, I would probably or make it. Or against the law. Or against the law. Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're talking about anything, <laughs> uh, I am like every single time people DM me plugin ideas, I genuinely do consider them, like making them. That's and cool. the only reason I say no to most of them is just because I don't have the time. Like, yeah, or you hate the person, or or I personally hate the person. Yeah, that, that that happens all the time too. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm a little bit hyper, as you can. No, tell. it's good. We gotta we we, we gotta spice up. We're gonna, we're gonna cause some drama here. This is for the best. But no, like it's just it, honestly, if I had infinite time, I would make every single plugin request that ever came my way. Uh, the other thing that I don't make plugins for is um the rune light team i think is a bit annoyed with me because i they for those who don't know when you make a plugin you have to essentially i'll just call it like apply for it to be in the plugin hub mm. and the rune light team and it's a team of like five people who are allowed to approve a plugin um they like manually review it they manually review the code they make sure it's like all clean and good to go to to at least a, a, a standard of success. They don't do like crazy deep dives uh, because the responsibility is on the developer. Um, and so they have to manually approve every single one. It's a really tough job. There are people who are volunteering their time to do it. So I never want to shit on the Runelight team, but like it takes a good amount of work and a good amount of time to get a plugin approved. Um, and I, I there was a period after I learned how to make Runelight plugins where I was putting a lot out there. I was putting a lot into the plugin hub. And I think, and I don't know this for sure, but I think I started to annoy them um, because I was just putting a bunch of plugins out there. And uh, so, so I like, so a lot of times when people ask for a plugin, I'm like, if I can make the, a video from this plugin without releasing it, I'll do it. But if I have to get it approved, I don't want to, I don't want to bug the room like devs. They don't need that. They don't deserve that from yeah. me. Damn. Yeah, you're just... I don't know. You're too kind-hearted, I guess. You you are you're you're too empathetic toward the uh, Runelight devs, but that that's a good thing. Yeah, that's. But this uh, is why I shame. want the private servers, man. Let me screw around without ever needing an approval process and take some uh, take some work off the Runelight devs. Who like knows? I don't want to bug them. They don't want to be bugged by useless stuff. <laughs> Who knows, man? I mean, that really could be down the line. I mean. Not, they they would obviously not call them private servers whatsoever. They'd call them like community 
servers. That's what they'd call it. It's got to be. Oh yeah, they would never call it private servers. Yeah. Private servers are like a loaded term. Oh yeah, hella loaded. Okay. Um, Tasty Life asks, "Did you buy the snail yet? Did, are you buying an IRL snail to follow you?" Uh, so for the base Secret Santa, uh, Tasty bought me like a whole terrarium kit. Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't know what a terrarium is, it's basically a place to keep living creatures. Uh, you like put dirt in it. It's like this little glass or plastic box that you can put dirt in it. You can put plants in it. You can put decorations in it, and then you can put like. Any number of things, spiders, tiny lizards, or snails in it. And he got me that, and he's like, all right, go buy a snail. And when I put the whole terrarium together, I, my my girlfriend came down, and she was like, she was like, I, she called me Will, because, you know, we're normal. She doesn't call me Idol. Uh, she's like, Will, what the, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, it's a terrarium. And she's like, why the fuck do we have a terrarium? <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, it's for Secret Santa. Like, I'm going to get a snail because, you know, the snail series. Uh, that was what Tasty got me. And she was like, I really don't want a snail in our house. <laughs> and I was like, why not? What's wrong with snails? Snails are great. And she's like, please, just please. I really don't want a snail in our house. Just please don't get a snail. Um, and the only time she's ever reacted like that to anything is when I shaved uh, down to just a mustache. That was the only time she had a reaction that was that. <laughs> Of, like that horrified by anything because she doesn't stop me from doing like she 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 i have so much free reign in the in what i do like i got a spoiler alert for a video that i'm probably gonna make i have a butt plug just sitting out <laughs> on my desk and she's totally cool with that she's like yeah don't you don't have to hide that but <laughs> it doesn't matter if we have guests over and they see the butt plug on your desk like um that's 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 work that's a tax write-off but uh for the snail, she's just so horrified by the idea that I was like, okay, maybe I can't get a snail. Maybe I need to figure something else out. So I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. Like, it's like, oh, I can't do anything. Oh, the old ball and chain. Like, no, like I haven't, I, I do so much bullshit that I feel like the, the least I can do is like maybe not introduce a snail if, if she really doesn't want one in the house. She just really has a thing for butt plugs though. Yeah, no, we're just all into butt plugs. I mean, how could you not be? Okay, T you know what? Tedious asks this. This is not me asking. Tedious asks, opinion on women. Love him. He's trying to bait me here. Yeah, He's yep. trying to bait me yep. into saying yep. something. And it's just, yep. it's just not going to work. And you, It ain't you know going to work, pal. Blanket statement, all women are great. Now, the comments can point out women who aren't great. But you know what? I'm not going to play that game. All women are great. Hell yeah. Tedious, set the fuck down. All right. Um, Lion Orion asks, what was the process of getting into creating RuneLight plugins like for you, biggest frustrations? So I guess we'll kind of cover the biggest frustrations because I feel like we've already somewhat covered, you know, your whole yeah. experience. Yeah, you know how I got into it yeah. at this point. What about biggest, uh, biggest frustrations? frustrations? I mean, I think I've also talked about the biggest frustrations, just the, the limited control that I have over certain aspects just because all I can change are client side things. Like I can't change what actually happens to your character. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, I think just those restrictions are really annoying. Um, but at the same time, like the restrictions kind of force creativity. There's a saying about that. I'm sure. So I don't know what it is, but it's something about restrictions breeding creativity. And I think that's true where I have to find creative solutions to get like my ideas across 
but but frankly, screw the restrictions. Uh, Jagex, OSRS private servers, baby. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, um, that is kind of a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit frustrating that you can't just do something. Would there ever be a chance that Jagex would allow you to no. make some big, or, or no. like what's the limit? So has Jagex already put on like, I don't know, is Runelight as far progressed as it ever could be where it comes to limitations? Or do you think Jagex could actually give you a few more? tools the limitations will always be just things that happen on the client side um the second you start sending messages to the server that aren't legitimate inputs like fake clicks or fake data about i don't know like if my hit points change like that if i start sending fake data to the server like at that point you've crossed the line into cheating or at least opening up the possibility of cheating Mm, um and that's and that just it can never happen like that like think about remember when uh os buddy made that thing where you can just left click the chaos altar and it'll sacrifice a bone for you yep um that is sending fake messages to the server because that's sending a fake message of you clicking the bone and then clicking the altar and it's sending them both at once that's cheating that's not allowed you're not allowed to send fake messages to the server Mm. um and that's just it's just never going to be allowed because then you are opening up a whole floodgate of illegal plugins that do thing and, and jagex doesn't want to have to moderate that the runelight team doesn't want to have to moderate that it's it, it causes this whole can of worms so the only way it's ever possible is in these like little private server instances if those ever came out but if you do it in the main game it's it's just not it's not feasible for them to do it and i and i'm completely on their side with that i see Okay, Omega Onion asks, if Jagex did give you a private world slash server, <laughs> what is the first thing you would do with it? Uh, first thing I would do, I would probably make a group snail man video where the snail actually kills you. <laughs> that would be my first priority. You should make an anti-snail mode where you are the snail and you're chasing down a yeah, see, well, that's where the idea came from. That's That was the original idea, uh, <laughs> was someone just chasing me down. I was like, oh, what if I made a Runelight plugin? That would be interesting. But yeah, like something like that where there's like, there's three people and one person is just hunting all of them down. And if they just touch them, like if they trade them or something, the person instantly dies. Like, it, and the that might sound like something you don't need a private server for, but the way I envision it is like you have a list of tasks. Like every player has a list of tasks and you all start as level three accounts. You have 10 XXP. And you have to train your skills to complete the tasks while the person is hunting you down. Like, that's how I envision it, which just isn't really possible without a private server. Or maybe you could do it on Deadman or something, but it's a whole... At that point, you're interacting with other players, and it the it muddies the waters a little bit. There's a whole infinite set of ideas I could come up with, trust me. <laughs> I would love to see that. God damn it. Now I actually want private servers. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna slowly cause the extreme private server movement to grow from this podcast alone. Thing is, is like there really was a lot of um okay, so I've never played a private server. I didn't even play from years two thousand eight until two thousand fifteen. So like I wasn't even in that era to play private servers. But, uh, yeah, there seems to be, like, a really bad reputation for them for probably good reason. I mean, 
Again, yeah, I never played them, but uh I played one in like 2008, I think, and it was it was not a good experience and mm. also allegedly I didn't actually do it, so don't ban me. Um <laughs> I I am I am never going to advocate for people to play private servers because most of them just from a playability standpoint, they suck, and from another standpoint, it's stealing assets from Jagex. So, yeah. you know, you're you shouldn't even be playing them regardless. So, I don't want anyone to be confused that I'm like advocating for people to start private servers or to play private servers. Like, no, the only situation I want them in is if Jagex puts them out. Yeah. Okay. Hannity wants to know, um, well, she just asks, no, 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 Naked mod. No, 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 Wait, okay, can I, I will address Naked Mod really quickly. Um, Naked Mod is an idea, when I put out a, a tweet for a, for, for a video where I said, give me your terrible RuneLake plugin ideas and I'll make them, and then I made a video out of it, uh, Hanani commented Naked Mod on that, and it has become a running joke because I immediately said no to it, that she just <laughs> always wants me to make Naked Mod. Uh, and... It's legit, like, just not really possible with RuneLite as it is right now. Because one thing you can't do with RuneLite is import your own models, which mm. I wish you could. Um, I think you might be able to do it with, like, some, like, changing the lighting on models. Because uh, you can change that with RuneLite. It's okay. so complicated. It's, like, this gigabrain stuff that I'm just not good enough to do. Uh, Wait, so but... you can't just take, like, Vanica's, um well, so the idea I had was taking the tribal tops, which mm. are like Van, or yeah, oh yeah, you, know, you could take like Vanica's torso, maybe. That's actually an interesting idea. Or whoever that guy, like like right before Vanica at Tutorial Island, the guy that's like the smithing. Oh yeah, tutor. he's got no shirt on either. The smithing tutor, you're right? Yeah, maybe you could. Oh damn, no. Uh, hold on, uh, cut that. Uh, no, so yeah. Anyway, it's impossible, <laughs> and um, yeah, it just can't be done. Just cannot be done. So. Okay, well, Hannity, there's your answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cannot be done yet. Cannot be done. Um, okay, so I want to ask, what is, like, I guess the average day for idle? You know, just, like, average day you, you wake up. What, what, like, what time do you wake up and what do you do with, your, with yourself? Not everything okay. you do with yourself, but, you know. The All right, here's the play-by-play -play for my mornings. I get up at, like, 6.30. I... Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and they're like, "You have the most fucked sleeping schedule for someone who does content creation." And I was like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "Well, you get up in the morning." And I was like, <laughs> and "I was like, it's, it's funny because for YouTube, I haven't found that that's as true, but for streaming, it's absolutely true. Like all my streamer friends would like wake up at like one or something." Yep. Um, but I, 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 it's just a holdover from when I used to work like. A real job mm -hmm. um i just got up and like i never bothered to change my sleep schedule and also i kind of like being on the same sleep schedule as my girlfriend it's nice that we get up around the same time ish and you know we go to bed around the same time ish like our days are aligned mm -hmm. um it's just you know it's nice and it helps kind of keep me in a in a schedule yeah. that way because it's really hard when you're your own boss to keep yourself regimented and also to separate work and content creation because a lot of time they bleed together mm -hmm. like i don't know sometimes when i'm playing runescape for work and when i'm playing runescape for fun <laughs> like sometimes i can't really tell which i'm doing so just that also just helps keep those things separate but yeah anyway i get up at like 6 30 
and I like make coffee and then I specifically don't immediately start working. Usually I was like sit on the couch or go downstairs and I'll like, if I'm interested in a video game at that point, like I had a recent kick on Valheim, uh, I'll do that for a little bit. Just like kind of relax to start my day. But usually around like eight, eight thirty, um, I have a whole to-do list and I just prioritize the to-do list and I get to it. So like if I'm recording clips that day, I start recording clips. If I'm making a plugin that day, I start making a plugin. Um, and I just prioritize whatever I need to do. And then usually, um, depending on the day, I have these days where I just batch making shorts um, or TikToks, whichever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And I know those are scary terms to some people. Um, but there are just days where I just like, okay, this is the day where I'm going to make, I'm going to come up with film and edit three TikToks. And then I'll just schedule those for like the next week or something. So like every day is a little bit different than what I'm actually doing, but the schedule is pretty much the same where I wake up, I chill in the morning. I try not to just dive straight in and then I'll like work for like 10 to 12 hours and then I'll do something else. <laughs> Damn. So here, let me actually ask about shorts uh, and TikTok. So YouTube shorts just finally were able to, uh, become monetized last month and I've never made a short so I'm curious just from your perspective what do shorts offer uh, for a channel like growth wise and what does it offer like revenue wise because I literally am completely out of the loop with it and I wonder if it's a good thing that most YouTubers should be taken advantage of Uh, yeah, I mean I'm hesitant to say you should do anything I don't think I'm nearly experienced about YouTube to be out here spitting advice like if you're not making shorts you're wasting your channel's potential um but you do feel that way yeah but like (laughs) fuck you if you don't make shorts like i literally (laughs) won't even talk to you uh i love shorts and tiktoks for one specific reason it's not the reason i think most people make them i think a lot of people make them as a way to turn their long-form content into short-form content that can maybe see a wider audience and potentially bring people to their longer-form stuff. Mm. So, like, maybe you'll take a clip you thought was really funny from your last video and you'll put it out there, and I think that's great. I think that's awesome. You're getting your stuff in front of more eyeballs, and that's always a good thing. Uh, What I really love about it is it's such a free area to experiment with stuff. Like, I can upload a skit if I want to make a skit, which I just just don't do long-form skits, so it's cool that I can do that in a short. And if it doesn't work, it's fine. People don't, if, if it doesn't work, no one saw it. The algorithm doesn't give a shit. Like, it's cool. I move on. If I come up with a plugin idea, but it's not a full video, it's just a really funny plugin, I'll just, I'll make it really quickly. I'll make a short out of it. Maybe I'll make a couple of shorts out of it and I'll upload them. And it's just a way for me to like still get these smaller ideas out there and get the satisfaction of making them yeah. without having to put a whole video's backing behind them. So it's a really great place to experiment that's why i like them a lot what has been your best experience with shorts like have, have um, you had any like pop off like i don't know even how the recommended yeah i have a i have a tiktok with like eight hundred thousand views or maybe it's a million now uh and it was a day in the life of a runescape player and then that one was just like it was like a stupid skit that i came up with and i like i came up with it and i filmed it in like five minutes and then i the editing was just stitching clips together mm-hmm. um and it's just like dumb jokes, like "aha, I don't shower." Haha, it's two thirty, and I woke up early today. Like uh-huh. uh, stuff, like, stuff like that. Like kind of lame jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and it just popped off and it did it did all right on youtube shorts what i found is usually if it pops off on tiktok it won't pop off on youtube and if it pops off on youtube <laughs> it won't pop off on tiktok i don't really know why but that's the okay. world we live in um, um so i need to ask uh so if i believe tiktok pays their creators now right is that the case it depends okay uh, it's, so it's, it's bad it's rough tiktok monetization is like silly is youtube's better youtube shorts Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If so, you're in the YouTube partner program, you'll get money from shorts. It's not the case for TikTok. Okay, like, so... It's a higher bar to clear for TikTok. I see. So if you were to get a million views from a short, like, I don't even know if there's obviously CPM changes and stuff, but like, what what, what are you even looking at figure-wise for like revenue? Or is that just like pennies? Uh, I actually don't know what it is for shorts. I haven't looked into what that would mean for shorts. I know for TikToks, I get nothing um, just because I'm not a big enough creator on TikTok, which is fine. Um, but on YouTube, I would at least see a decent amount of money. I think for a million, I'd probably get at least like a couple hundred bucks, which is way less than you get for a million views on a long form video. Yeah. Um, okay. But the, the, there's a difference. I think there's a difference in how they do the monetization. So TikTok, what they have is just a big pot called a creator fund. And every single creator on TikTok shares that pot. So Ooh. based on how many views you get, you get a per, you get like a percent cut of that creator fund. Um, and because it's put among a lot of people, it means basically no one is happy with how much they get. Um, instead of everyone being happy that they're getting anything. Yeah. With YouTube, it's based on ads like their long form monetization is like it's based on how much the advertisers are paying and how many people viewed the ads before your video during your video after your video all this stuff can affect how much money you make on it and i'm pretty sure that youtube shorts work the same way i don't think they went for like a collective pot model because i see that's it's it's a flawed model at at best mm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying. I think I'm going to start making some shorts. I just, again, it's like any sort of new frontier I get scared of. I get, I get scared, Well, I man. think it's really useful for podcasts specifically because, like, if you ever just, like, it doesn't even need to be while you're recording the podcast because I know that's hard because you're trying to keep the conversation going. But, like, there's almost always at least one soundbite where, like, something was really funny, like a question got a really funny answer or, like, you got a really interesting answer on, like, uh some like career like you just had like skatizo on and like she had a really like interesting insight on being a newcomer to twitch and what mm -hmm. that's like and what rapid growth is like and like that big just something like that could make a really interesting short that just you know it might go nowhere it might get a bunch of views like who, who knows I, I think shorts are just cool because they're a really free ground to experiment to experiment on that's true that's a good point maybe i'll have to mess around with it a little bit then I, I mean, I, I just don't think there's really much harm to come from it because you also it's also just like not a super big time sink, in my opinion. Like, yeah, you're right. They're really easy to make. Um, OK, here's a question from Maru. She asks just a quick question for Idol. Buckler? <laughs> what? I'm confused. Oh, um, <clears throat> I hardly know her. Moving on. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. This guy says, as a fellow fan of the New York Jets, can you explain what it's like to be a Jets fan in RuneScape terms? Are you a Jets fan? 
Yeah, I'm a I'm a massive Jets fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know how anyone knows this because, like, I mean, I, the only sign that I'm a Jets fan is I have a signed Jets football in my background, but it's always blurred. Mm. Um, all right, how how could I describe being a Jets fan in RuneScape terms? Um, okay. So let's say that Jagex keeps promising a new raid. And it's like really exciting. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is going to be the best raid yet. That's going to be super exciting. And you, you keep hyping it up. You keep hyping it up. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. And then they actually they decide to do something weird. They do a slow rollout. So a few players get to experience it. And you watch a few players experience it. And they're like, yeah, dude, this is so much fun. You got you to gotta try this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And like Jagex is like, hey, next year, we're going to let you in. You're like, yes, cool. I'm so excited for next year then. Uh, and then next year, they they give it to someone else to try it. And they're like, yeah, dude, oh, my God. This is so much fun. And you're like, oh, man. And then Jax is like, hey, dude, next year, you get to try this raid. And I'm like, all right, looking forward to next year. That's my year, baby. Uh, and then they give it to someone else. And uh, then you're, they're like, this is so much fun. And then they start giving it to, they start letting someone you really hate, like you really freaking hate. They, they just let them keep playing with it. And they just let them play with it for so for so long. And eventually they become the greatest of all time at that raid. And you haven't gotten to even participate in it yet, let alone get a completion. And you're just like, this is so messed up. Why don't I get to play the raid? And Jagus is like, because fuck you. You're a little baby boy and you don't get to play <laughs> with nice things. And there's no explanation for it. Also, uh, you're an idiot. And that's what being a Jets fan is like in RuneScape turns. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm 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 completely out of the loop with anything sports related. So that you painted yeah. that perfectly for me. Thank you. Good. Um. Okay. So I actually want to ask you a question. This is coming from my own little list of questions. Um. Who are like the best content creators currently, OSRS wise, in your opinion? Who are the best? Who are the greats? Uh, Streamers or the YouTubers? The greats, like, a lot of the standard people are great for a reason. So, like, mm -hmm. obviously, Settled, Jimmy, Framed, Solo Mission. Like, those are people who are great and well and recognized for a reason. They're just, they are really good at what they do. Um, I really, from the streaming perspective, I've always really loved Only Trails. He was like the person who got me interested in streaming. Mm. Uh, he's obviously also an amazing YouTube creator. Like, yep. No, no doubt about that. I don't mean to to disparage his YouTube by focusing on his stream, but I always just thought his stream was like presented in a really clean way, where it was like kind of felt like a YouTube video and presentation, but had the communication and culture of a Twitch chat, or a Twitch stream. So like that was always really good. Um, Tedious is the same way, in my opinion, where it just it just it feels good to be in there, and you know, like that's kind of the highest compliment I think you can give to a stream. Like it just it feels good being in there. Mm -hmm. um, so those are two of my like top streamers. Uh, Tasty is again like I know I'm just naming another heavy hitter here, but like he really pioneered the idea of doing just random stuff and not necessarily a series. Like having variety be an interesting thing for RuneScape content. Uh, which is what I do, so I think I I owe a lot of that to him. And uh, I'll name let me let me just think of one person who's not um, super well known who I think deserves. Yeah, that was going to be my other question too. Is like who who are the ones that are unknown that that you see having a ton of potential? Um, 
I mean, Jeparate's not nearly unknown, but Dude, I, I love still, I've never seen his videos yet, and I, I, uh, I need to check those he, out because he is probably the only true Snowflake series that I, I still treat as like I cannot miss this when he uploads. It's like he's the only one. Um, so Jeparate's way up there for me. That's cool. Uh, do you know? Uh, do you know Spoop? I've heard of that name. Let me pull this out. He has a series called... I don't actually know what it's called, but his dad plays RuneScape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember seeing it and thinking, this is going to be lame. This guy is just using his dad for views, and that's cringe. And uh, it's not going to be entertaining. And then it was super entertaining. Uh, it's edited extremely well. I think he works with ChemQ on some stuff. Mm. Uh, so I think he's actually just a really good editor. But just the vibe of the series, like his dad's like past Dragon Slayer now. Like his dad's made a lot of progress. Uh, what's really cool about that series is the dad is so clearly into it. Like it's not like a held at gunpoint. Like yeah, I made my girlfriend name the skills, but she doesn't know what they are. And it's like okay, she's not interested in being there. Like uh, <laughs> like the, the this dad was clearly like. He's he's just as into this idea as Spoop is, and then it's just presented really well. It's uh, and he's only I, I don't know how many subscribers he has. I think he only has a like, I think he's under five k still, maybe, mm. which is criminally underrated. Like mm. really, really good, clean content. So that's my guy. That's my okay. that's my underrated person. I would say. That's cool. Yeah, there are so many content creators I need to start like actively hunting down almost because I swear there are so many. It's the YouTube scene mainly because I feel like I know most people on Twitch. But when it comes to YouTube, I still feel like I'm just scratching the surface of checking out people's content because, yeah, whenever I see yeah. those those uh, nominations and stuff, I, I generally only know about like 50% of the names on there or at least well, are, are familiar enough with them. I agree entirely that the YouTube scene is just stats because now I'm just thinking of people who I didn't name and like also it's hard because I'm friends with a lot of these people and I'm like mm -hmm. I don't I don't mean to be like I, if I if I didn't mention you and you're listening to this part I genuinely probably think you're an amazing creator. Uh, there's just so many that I I can't remember them all on the spot. Like it's it's literally impossible and that's why again I can't believe I got nominated for best new creator when like there's people like Zazed or Alonescape or like frosty bard like all these great unbelievable creators who didn't get nominated and not because they are bad just because there's literally too many people to choose from yeah like, yeah it's like i i can't describe how humbling it is to be nominated not because it's like hey thanks i love being top four and recognized here it's actually just it's more so because of the people who I'm up against and who I was up against to get to the top four. Like mm -hmm. it wouldn't mean anything if it was me going up against like no one else, like then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't mean anything. It's because I'm going up against, I think the best wave of content creators that RuneScape has seen in a long time. That's so cool. I'm so happy that you got nominated. I'll be, I'll be for real. Like that. I just, you definitely deserve that. I, I I still don't really understand how it happened. Last year I got nominated. Uh, I got honorable mention for best new streamer. So I was like, fully expecting an honorable mention again, and I was gonna mm -hmm. make like a whole like meme out of it. I was gonna be like, haha, I'm honorable mention guy. But 
so those what, plans got foiled what happens when you win i'm saying when you win because i think you're i think you have a great chance of actually getting the, the I, I really i honestly think um yeah. i think what's cool about this category is like there's no one i could be mad about winning like there's no way to be upset about it like <laughs> oh reese won no way oh screw that guy no like reese totally deserves it he box obviously I mean, that goes without saying. Like, I feel so bad because in the video, I was I I never had mentioned I was going to be voting for Hebox. I love that guy to death, and I think he does deserve you know some wins. But I, I it's just like you just slightly pulled over, and I feel yeah, horrible. I, I he even commented, "He's going to be on the." Yeah, I, I think it's because I'm going to be on. I was going to be on this cast the day after, but you know, it's fine. I'll take whatever wins I can get. If I, and, if, uh, I, if I hadn't said your name, you'd have just been like, oh, I'm sick all of a sudden. Just oh, <laughs> sorry, man. Oh, oh man. I'm uh, sorry. I guess I'm allergic to assholes. <laughs> uh, no, but, but I really do think you have a, a great chance of winning. So I, if I, if I won, that would be amazing. But mostly because like 12 years ago when the Golden Gnome started, I remember making a skit that I wanted to win best video. Mm-hmm. It was a bad skit. It was not good. It was just not good. Um, and I was definitely past the age of making content as bad as that was. But uh, <laughs> where like it was just like cute. Like you, you know, when, like you're young and you make bad stuff, it's cute. But when you're old yeah. and you make bad stuff, it's sad. Yeah. I, I think I was into that territory at that, oh, <laughs> at that point. Uh, but like it was just something I really wanted. And like I, I understand how silly it is to like put any amount of worth into just an award that is really just it's a popularity contest like i don't mean that disparagingly to people who win it or who got nominated or didn't get nominated like it it is like it's based on just pure votes mm -hmm. it's the definition of a popularity contest so i understand how silly it is for me to put any worth into that but i think just because it's been such a long-standing goal for me to even be nominated like just we all play runescape we know how it feels to accomplish a goal like it feels fucking amazing and yeah. like I, I don't really feel bad about saying that it feels fucking amazing to be nominated. And if it won, it would feel amazing to win. And I also hope they let me make a speech because I'm going to make uh, the best uh, acceptance speech of all time. And, uh, <laughs> and it's just going to be sad when I write it all out and then I have to crumple it up and be <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe Jeopardy beat me. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. Um, it kind of is just a shame that there's no physical Rune Fest for these things, because like that would just be so much more special. You know what I mean? It would be, and I honestly, I would love to be there with everyone who's nominated and all the content creators just in general, just because like be so it's so much fun to talk to other content creators and just it's, and just smelling all the bo in the stadium. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, my God, like. You can like even just feel sweat. it in the air, you know, <laughs> you're walking through and you're like, why does this air feel so dense? And then you're like, oh, yeah, because there's toxic fumes all around. <laughs> no, I, but the, I, I, yeah, I never got to go to a RuneFest, man. I really hope they do one again. I know. It sucks. I know. The last one was 2019, and uh, that was like right as I became a content creator, and there was no way I was going to RuneFest then. Yeah, and like most people, I started uh, streaming during the pandemic, so Dude, obviously... They they used to do so many fun things like dead man mansions. Do you remember that? Uh, so that was, that was when I wasn't playing, but it was so entertaining that even I watched it. Like I wasn't watching streams or anything, but I, even I saw that and it was so funny. Like, like, yeah, they used to be so much like Boulder. I feel like, yeah, like that, that is such a 
crazy thing that they did that. Like, to actually think that they hosted Dead Man Mansions. I mean, imagine you were flown out by Jagex, live in a fucking mansion for a week, and just play RuneScape and get paid for it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, can you imagine be, that? It'd be the most degenerate time ever, that's for sure. <laughs> I was talking to Foe on the cast, like, a couple years ago, and he was talking about Dead Man Mansions, and he had, like, a, his own fucking mini fridge full of Red Bulls, and he would drink, like, eight a day, basically, just getting totally fucked up on Red Bull. Um, uh, and that man's the father now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still was at the time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's just insane. Oh man, yeah. No, it'd be it'd just be cool to see Jagex just like put something on that's not just like a virtual event. I know. Um, I, I mean, like I, I like they do a lot of good work, but just like that's what know, I'm maybe... holding on to hope for for the like upcoming years because eventually they're gonna start hosting Rune Fests again. And yeah. I really hope they start doing really fun things like that. Like just getting the community together, doing things like Dead Man Mansions and not yeah, we Dead talk Man about Mansions, like, but things like that. Yeah. We talk about like ways to extend the long, like the lifespan of the game and stuff like that. It's, it's not even a content thing. Like stuff like that extends the longevity of the game. Like yep. the game will last as long as there's a community and anything you do to build or solidify the community only expen- expands the lifespan. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Yeah. Um, so here, I have a question for you. If you if you had an audience the size of uh, like settled, you know, on YouTube. So let's just say you would you've made it, okay? Yeah. And your audience loves everything you put out. What would be a video or series that you would like to make if it wasn't so heavily dependent on like I don't know, trying to grow a YouTube, but you're already established. Do you have an idea of something like y- you would absolutely just love to make out of the love and passion for it? Huh. Not so this is a lame answer. Cause like my answer is not really like I will make something as long as I think it'll be entertaining enough. And like, mm. I, and that's not in terms of like, Oh, well, is this really going to get enough views? Oh, is this really going to grow like my subscriber count enough? Like, that's not how I think about it. I just think about it like, will this be entertaining enough? Mm. Like, will I be entertained making it? And that's the only case in which I'll make it. So like the size of my audience never really affects the ideas. I think what I would do is more crowdsourced ideas though. Um, Like I had a lot of fun when I had just a bunch of people DM me or reply to a tweet with their terrible plugin ideas. That was so much fun. (laughs) And that was only possible because I had a, somewhat decent sized audience at the time Mm -hmm. so like maybe an idea that's hinged off of the audience more so like uh if you know jack's films he's like an ancient youtuber at this point but he has this like yesterday i asked you series so like something like that where he just has like it's like user generated content for his youtube channel like i would love to do something like that where i it's based off of audience feedback or input or something like that mm-hmm. where like getting a bunch of voices in there makes for a really funny video yeah well that's a good way to look at it i'm i'm glad that you you do it that way it's never been about the audience size i i just wonder um because settled has that goal you know when he when he hits a million youtube subs he has that crazy masochistic sadist mode that he's gonna be making yeah but that's settled you know he's just always got <laughs> the freaking masochistic thing up his sleeve i feel like do you know any any uh or oh do you have any guesses as to what that is his idea 
Because he hasn't shared it with anybody, apparently. No, I have no idea. Because honestly, I would have thought the one inventory slot was something like that. But if one inventory slot... Because he mentioned that one inventory slot was neck and neck with McTile. Mm-hmm. And to me, one inventory slot is so much more masochistic than McTile. Mm-hmm. By, like, by a long shot. So the fact that that wasn't even like, I guess, close to his standard of like extreme, like sadist behavior... I truly don't know what he's going to come up with, but he's he's going to come up with something good. I know that much. The only thing more sadist than that is no inventory. Like every inventory slot's blocked. But then that's just like the most boring thing ever. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's like too sadistic. Like how do you even do anything? Like you can't even equip things at that point, can you? Like I'm sure sure he'll be like, well, actually, if you use a a knife on a stove, it turns into a wizard hat on your head. (laughs) Crazy bug from 2003 that they never revealed. Even the wiki doesn't know about it. Like that's that's something that maybe he would do just because he could figure this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's getting because there's no way it's that. And if it is that, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I'm excited though. And I'm, I've am i always had little ideas for Snowflake accounts uh, that I would never do myself because what, the thought of it's way better than actually doing it. I remember had, I had this idea for slide man mode, which was like you your dude is basically permanently on ice basically so whenever you choose to move a certain direction, you have to go all the way until the obstacle That's obstructs you. That's really funny. That's like it's like that terrible level in like Pokemon Red. Uh, yeah. If you ever played that, where you just, just keep getting launched sli- in a direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that so, so much. So surprisingly, you could actually get quite far, even with the initial spawn. Um, like I was able to get all the way to like uh, Falador Farm just by. There's a lot of spots you get stuck at, but you can get pretty creative with uh, some of the movements you do. And that was only. And that was like not doing diagonals um but yeah i mean that is a really interesting idea i think the best ideas are always the ones that are super simple yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like you you it take i i've never been a fan of the video of the runescape series where it's like all right uh hey guys welcome to my blah 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 blah, 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 blah locked iron man the first 12 minutes are rules if you don't want to hear the rules uh <laughs> skip to the 12 minute mark and uh, then we'll get into the video yeah yeah and uh i always was a fan of like you tell me what this series is. You tell me the name, and I at least understand ninety percent of this. Yes, that's the best way to go about it for sure. Like, uh, I think the reason Extreme One Chunk took off as hard as it did was because One Chunk was already popular from Puka mm-hmm. Guy, and then when you just simplify the rules to the point where it's like, I have to do everything in this chunk. Like, I I have to get every skill cape. I have to complete every accomplishment in this chunk. That's it. That's the rules everyone can just be like okay got it cool understood yep. it takes me it took you 15 seconds to explain that to me i get it and that's what's like that's what makes a great idea mm-hmm. yeah that was an amazing series uh i mean it still is it's still going limpworts extreme one chunk um yeah that's that's a that's like a unicorn series to me like that's up there with like swamp Lettics and like yeah ca- like catching lightning in a bottle and just making something massive out of it. It's like it was it was so simple like you said, everyone knows what it is, but just the fact that it, like one of his first goals was just to commit genocide to half a million men and women in Lumbridge. Like Jesus Christ. That, yeah. You know, that that gets But your it is attention. all in the effort of making an easier to understand rule set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or more likely it was all in an effort that he was like, "Could I do this?" The answer was yes. <laughs> The answer was yes. Limport quickly figured out, yes, he could do it. Oh, my God. 
those I always love watching like those chunk man, especially uh, verfs as well. Just seeing their banks increase, like what the you just have the craziest, weirdest banks, but they're like actually very cool looking at because they're just the weirdest, most masochistic grinds. You just have a ton of random shit. Yeah, and that's what's like. This is why I'll always be interested in snowflakes, even though I know the term snowflake Iron Man is memed upon a million times now. Who coined snowflake, always... by the way? Sorry to interrupt. I think it's like just the fact that it's like every single one is different, you know, like mm, like kind of taking the snowflake insult from like politics where it's like, oh, yeah. snowflakes get triggered by everything where it's like, because like, oh, we're all different. We should all be treated like equally, but differently. And it's mm, like, it's kind of like that for Iron Man. It's like, hey, I'm a snow. I, I restrict myself in a unique, different way. That's not like anyone else, like <laughs> like a little snowflake. Uh, <laughs> I think that's where it comes from. That's got to be it. But the reason I love them is because I love watching when you put simple restrictions and my key, I will, I just don't really, I won't really watch overcomplicated ones because I don't want to think too hard. Mm. <laughs> um, is just seeing how simple restrictions will cause different things to be valued. So like watching someone catch a baby impling for a lockpick and have that be, or maybe it's a young impling, I don't even know, but like have that be like this extremely valuable item that everyone else would just be like drop or it wouldn't even capture the impling to start with. Like the fact that a simple set of restrictions causes the whole landscape of the game to change and the, like the value of items to change. I always, I, that, that would just always be interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I mean that we definitely just slipped into that generation of videos for old school just everything snowflake and there there is still so much potential i was talking to settle there's so much potential for snowflake builds so much that we've never even considered making and i just get excited about it plus with all the rune light updates and like sorry rune light plugins that are available that is yeah there's like endless potential yeah it absolutely is and I I was jaded at a point where I was like, oh no, the only snowflake you can make like now is something super overcomplicated. But like even one of the most recent series I've seen, which is V the Victim Sequestered, mm. is so simple. He's region locked. He unlocks regions with quest points. That's it. I see. Quest points. They unlock regions. That's how it works. That's that's all the rules. Just get quest points to unlock regions. Boom. Interesting. V is... and he's great, by he the is, way. I is. can't believe I forgot to mention him. He's just a good person and he's awesome. Like he just he's great at the game too. He he would have been one of the he would have been the first person to beat the Inferno when it when it first came out. Um he had gotten the very furthest. I think he got post healers or something like that like as the first person to do it. So That's, yeah, he's, he's like, so talented. But yeah. He's so talented and then he just came up with like again a really simple marketable idea that also it was fun to play and like it's interesting to watch him really value different things he's only a couple episodes in so i highly recommend it for anyone looking for a new series if you want to binge a series maybe don't watch that one because it's just getting started maybe give it like a like a month but still just it's great and so easy to understand yeah he's he's a king that's definitely a great shout out um yeah i wonder how his like he's He's one of those players, or it's one of those content creators that tends to just come like he's sort of ebbs and flows into the game. Um, yeah, he'll take like long breaks and stuff. I wonder if he's back like for good because I wish he would. Like I wish he would. I, I think there's a good chance Gilmore Games just like and like the airing of Gilmore Games specifically, like maybe just like got him 
reinvigorated yeah, or something like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I've seen him a lot more active on like Twitter and stuff. And this series is obviously new. I don't know if he's had these clips backlogged for a while or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I get the feeling he's like he, he he's in his uh into it phase right now. Yeah. So let me ask you um, this year. What do you? Uh... What are you looking for as a content, like goals for content creation in general? Is there anything you're striving for for this year? Um, or uh, would like where where would you like to be, I guess, by the end? So I had a couple goals going into this year. And I try usually to avoid numerical goals. Um, I don't find them constructive, but it's also, they're easy to set because like it's objective. You know, like I either hit number or I did not hit number. Mm-hmm. Um, and... A couple of my numerical goals going into this year, I wanted to hit 15,000 subscribers. I did that yesterday. Congrats. Um, That's massive. I hit 10,000 subscribers this year too, so the growth has been fast. That is so Uh, cool. That's so cool to see too, just like that. Yeah, it's it's been pretty mind-boggling. The other goal I had, which was not numeric, was to find my niche Um, because I just kind of made content and I never really like knew what my thing was like i hanani said this to me and it's so true is that when you're making a video your goal shouldn't just be make a great video but your goal should be make a great backlog of videos make a great catalog of videos so that when someone goes to watch a video of yours and if they go to your channel there's a bunch of things there they can watch and that's entirely how it works because if one of my videos blows up i can just see all my other videos my old videos have an uptick in views like People will go back, they'll go back through and they'll watch some of my older stuff. Yep. And that's a, that's a good way to grow is just having content, having good content um, in your in your catalog that people can just go back through and watch or like they go to your channel, they sort by popular and they just go through. Like that's a great way to grow. That's why series grow really well. Like if you have a big popular series and someone finds you on episode 13, you're probably going to get more views on episodes 1 through 12. That's true. Um, so... I was really struggling with like, what, 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 what do I do? What am I? Like, if someone goes to my YouTube channel or sees a new video from me, what are they expecting to see? And I hadn't really settled on anything because uh, the only plugin I had ever really made at that point was uh, the snail man. And I wasn't really sure, like, am I the plugin guy? Do I want to be the plugin guy? <laughs> That's uh, the real question. Do I want to be the plugin yeah. guy? <laughs> And then this year, like in like mid January, I uploaded my plugins, my video of just making a bunch of different plugins. And I was like, and that's when I realized like I can be the plugin guy, but really what sets my videos apart is like the tone. Like I'm always going to try and like change the game in a weird way, uh, create a weird challenge. It's not necessarily like a settled challenge or like a snowflake challenge necessarily, but I will always be like modifying, basically modding the game. Mm. And like, that'll always be my thing. Like always weird ideas that I hope no one has come up with. And then just when, when I settle on my tone too, like, like what I said, where like, I want my tone to be, I want to be funny to watch. I want yeah. people to have fun watching my videos. So when I settled on that, after I made that video, it was like, it was very relaxing. Cause then I was like, it was really easy when I would go through my list of ideas to be like, Oh, okay. I see how I would frame this one. I would see how I would, how would I would implement this one. Um, so that's, that was one of my goals. And I've, I'm very happy to say that I'm I'm getting there. I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, and then the other goal I have is to make a video that has 100,000 views, and uh, that one we're still working on. 
I think I have one at like 90,000. I was going to say, I thought, I thought you had actually a video that was above there. We're, we're close. That one's at uh 91,000. Uh, so it might cry. I uploaded it this year. I wanted it to be a video I upload this year. So it very well could pass that mark. And, uh, that'll be another one I, I finished, but yeah, uh, that's just, I, I just can't really fathom having a hundred thousand people watch my video. So yeah, yeah. That was just one of my goals of like, that'd be insane just to have someone watch that have a hundred thousand people watch my video. That is cool. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really close to one. I think mine halted right before the 100k mark. It's at 89k, but uh, there is just so many people. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, it's, it's hard. It's to nuts. Think about. Like, That's what like when I Jesus. when I think about the fact that like if I say 15,000 people are subscribed to me, a lot of people will go. That's not that many subscribers. That's that's not that many. That's a good amount, but it's not that many. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like, holy fuck! 15,000 people have decided to subscribe, especially in an era on YouTube. Where subscriptions are just way less important now. Like the algorithm is way less driven by subscriptions. It's just driven by everything else. Mm. So like people subscribe less often now, generally. So like when I see 50,000 subscribers, I'm like, wow, people made a pretty active decision to click that subscribe button. That's nuts. And that's why I think anyone with like any amount of subscribers, like you should be like kind of blown away. Like that that many people made an active choice yep. to click on your videos to subscribe to your videos like it's and then i feel like you know i i owe it to them to make something entertaining because like you you're you're like backing me right now basically mm-hmm. and i want to make that worth it for you well i'm excited for your future as a content creator i think you have what it takes to be in the top of the top uh you know in the uh in the coming years being like one of the top youtubers because yeah uh, i mean my only real goal is to be on Gilmore game season four um i heard that's the last one so i only have one more chance Wait, at this really i haven't heard that confirmed but okay. I, someone told me that recently and i was like i'm just gonna take that as gospel now so uh <laughs> it, it also is cool and start extra spreading pressure. it yeah, yeah I'll start so now, spreading so now i even think that too and i'm gonna start yeah saying exactly and now everyone who's gotten to this far <laughs> into the into the podcast thinks that too but i'm using it as a motivational strategy you know it's like hey this is my last chance, man. There's mm. never going to be a Gilmore Games after this one. If I don't get on this one, I'm going to have to make my own Gilmore Games, <laughs> and it just won't be as good. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I can't even imagine having like running a Gilmore Games. Soup is—he's a masochist for heading that project. Jesus Christ! That you need like, like a so whole much. legit production schedule. You to need to that. have that and so much passion. Like you have to be obsessed, or else yeah, like, there's no there's no giving burn. up. Yeah. There's no, there's no, you took a bunch of creators time and there's also now that it's three seasons in, there's all this hype around it. Like mm-hmm. there's no backing out of it. If you commit to, to a season, like, and that's, I think that's just a testament to, to, to like how committed and how passionate he is about it. Yeah. I have to say, I, I, I feel almost, uh, like obligated to bring just up the success of rs chronicles because it's just so cool what they've done and the amount of effort they put into it i don't know if you're you're uh like a regular watcher of those kind of things like behemoth highlights and stuff um, i used to when i streamed more but yeah that's pro- now that's that like- i'm not streaming as much it's like i'll click every so often and i'm a big fan of uh specifically rs chronicles just because I like that there's segments in there where, it, you know, they kind of do a ramble. They do a little ramble. They kind of mm-hmm. kind of like a Sebe ramble just about, like, what's new, like, l- what's coming. 
So it, it really feels like more of an update on what's happening in RuneScape. Yeah. Um, they do and, and like, such a good sorry, go job ahead. with it. No, no, I was just going to say, like, they just do such a good job because it feels like almost like a news post that's highly entertaining on top of just what's going on in the community. It's yeah. just fucking awesome. And they do, they're so consistent with it and it's always quality. I have never once clicked on a video that was just like, oh, you didn't put much effort into this. It's like, Jesus, you're putting in like a full day's work every single time. Like, this is a, a lot of work. Yeah. And shout out Behemoth, just like, obviously it's not the og of like daily clip videos like that has been a thing for a long time but like really making like the, the most reliable and most watchable ones for osrs at least like yeah. like really pioneering that and I, I i just don't want to take anything away from behemoth when i compliment rs chronicles i i don't think there's any beef there <laughs> but just in case there is just like I doubt I'm there's on, any beef. I'm on everyone's side. Behemoth is, um, well, first of all, he is still just absolutely killing it. I mean, like, yeah. it's not like his his platform was destroyed at all by RS Chronicles. In fact, they're both just doing great. And uh, I think the competition of it also was healthy. It almost, like, pushes both channels to to do better. And Behemoth, you know what, I mean. You know what definitely happened? Yeah, go uh, for it. Behemoth's thumbnails definitely got better after RS Chronicles I know. I know. They are. They, Every they time I see better. a behemoth thumbnail now, and I'm like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that's a behemoth thumbnail? Because, like, he used to just, like, kind of throw, like, faces on there. Yeah, some, he like, didn't some need text. to do and much. It was like, and I was like, yeah, you don't need to do much. Like, uh, it's it, you see the behemoth video in your feed, you'll probably click it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when RS Chronicles came out, like, behemoth, like, clearly started putting more effort in. And, like, yep. Yep. I think it's, I think it's like, to everyone's benefit. I mean, maybe it's more, more annoying to have to, like, work harder on a thumbnail or something, but... Uh, it's it's cool to see. It, it, it's cool to see that he didn't just like take RS Chronicles coming in and be like, "Well, can't compete with Kemp Q." He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'll, yep. I'll make it better." Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think both of them are great, and uh, it's just cool to see. And yeah, I don't think Beh I again this is coming from me, so I don't know, but I don't think Behemoth is taking it hard at all. I think it's it's been good for everybody. People love highlight channels and I think it's given actually more exposure to both channels because they are both doing it. I do want to see a boxing match between them. If we can get that going. That would be amazing. Ooh. Yeah. No, Kemp like so Q fighting behemoth. I got my money on behemoth to be honest. That, I think so too. He's yeah. got the, I think he's got the reach advantage, but yeah. And remember when he, boxing matches the, he, he fucking climbed a tree for a sponsorship. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. The dude's he's like he'll he'll I think he'll kick some ass. And crater <laughs> boxing matches are like all the rage right now. I think we gotta strike all the irons hot. And you know, like I think they could even, you know, maybe uh zhuzh up the drama a little bit. Maybe start shit talking a bit on Twitter, like just like really build it up as like the show match is coming, like, get to the way in, like get a little mm. bit frisky in the way in. Like I I, I could really <laughs> see this uh like exploding into something really good and then afterwards just like you know go back to normal go back to like not hating each other we need more drama in uh, osrs right now i don't think there's enough drama right now we gotta start fucking i have some an, shit. i have an issue with osrs drama man what is it 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 never hits a middle ground it's always so dramatic like it's like so serious or it's just not happening or there's just no drama and like it's never just the fun amount of drama where it's like oh, all right yeah that dude was being kind of a dick but like you're overreacting and like we're all just having a little bit of fun here like the it people in the drama aren't having fun 
like yeah it always goes too far like it always goes like look at these dms and the person's like oh fuck you bitch and it's like oh man why'd you have to say that that was so mean and it's like oh and then he said something terrible about that person's mom and it's like oh you didn't have to do that and it's like oh we all we get twitch has great drama in all communities and then it has terrible drama and that's sad in runescape our drama will be zero to a hundred in the form of we have no drama. And then all of a sudden there's like a massive person going around spewing like transphobic comments and homophobic comments. And it's just like, Oh, yeah. well, I can't have fun with that. You're just, yeah, you're just bad. Like, you're, like there's no interest here for me. Yeah. That's a good point. And just so everyone's clear, I don't make drama videos. I'm not trying to root for drama in terms of like getting more clicks on my videos or anything. I've you never just, made a video about drama, so it's time to start. We got honestly, maybe I'll just start manufacturing it. I mean, you were wondering, you know, what kind of niche you wanted to fill, and I think the drama sphere could actually be pretty good for you. Yeah, and I'll just start just, making stuff up. Just yeah, that's the best way to go about it. Is just make yeah. up complete lies about people yeah i'll just like look at like the golden gnome nominees and i'll be like wow did you hear what this golden gnome nominee said about the other one like that's insane like this one like the, the, this artist called this other artist fat and ugly that that was fucked up wasn't it wow <laughs> oh my god all right well um i'm looking through the rest of these there's a few topics regarding bald um i didn't figure it would need to get mentioned up but uh i guess i'll actually mention it bald yep I mean, confirmed, I do have a concerning lack of hair on the top of my head. I'm getting a concerning lack of hair on the top of my head as well. It's in, it's in the crown area. I mean, it's a it's the front as well. It's it's getting worse. I'm like, oh, God, I'm turning 30 soon. In my, uh, yeah, for me, it was all the, the front. It was all this, like, a pretty immediate. And, like, from when I was, like, 24, I realized it was happening. And then, like, 27 is when I just pulled the trigger. I was like, I can't deal with this, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it became more work to d have <laughs> to balding hair to, than to yeah. just be bald. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to be bald. Yeah. And you know what? It's great. I am so much more aerodynamic than I used to be. <laughs> I think my shiny. mile time is, like, so cut shiny. in half. Oh, so shiny. Yeah. But also, I have, like, a warning. My dad uh, is bald. My dad's grandfather was bald. My dad's brother's bald. It was all very clear. It was spelled out for me from a young age that like. But did but was it like a re? When did it become a reality for you that oh I'm actually I have their genetics oh shit because I swear when I was a kid I'd never even considered oh my uncles are kind of bald that just never crossed my mind I thought I'd have oh a full not, set of hair not until my twenties okay I I had like I had hair down on like my shoulders in like middle school and stuff like I just I didn't have a care in the world and then when I was in my twenties like. I started to notice like a little bit of hair falling out just like in the shower and stuff. And like, it wasn't like noticeable, but it was noticeable if I was like, <laughs> just had a clump of hair in my hand. And I was like, huh, that didn't used to happen. And then like, oh, I started connecting the dots of like, wait a minute. Uh, if, like so every bad. man in my family is bald. Doesn't that mean there's like a good chance? And then, <laughs> and then like, it became the kind of thing where it's like, I wasn't too worried about it. I was like, ah, you know what? Whenever I have to shave my head, I'll shave my head. It's fine. Like, mm -hmm. th that's okay. It only became a real issue when uh, I started playing RuneScape, uh, like, publicly, like, streaming and stuff, because publicly. then all the bald jokes would happen. Uh, and then I was like, oh, man, being bald and playing RuneScape is, like, such a stereotype that I just, like... And I don't even know the benefit of being good at the game, either. Like, yeah, it's just... It was real... I think you're good at the game. No, no. Okay, wait, hold on. Someone just, sent me yeah. the clip from the settled Sebe cast. Yep. 
and you guys were talking about like oh idol's great i love idol he's the best and um and i was like yep that's true so far so good and then you said uh yeah i was just like he's so good at the game well i mean he's good at content but he's probably good at the game too <laughs> and i was just thinking before you before you corrected yourself i was like i suck at this game man like like i said earlier this podcast i haven't done tob i i i've only ever gotten one purple at chambers of zarek and it was an arcane prayer scroll like i i've never soloed chambers definitely not i've done the inferno once i got to wave seven and it was a joke uh, when and i when i say good at the game sometimes i think to myself i'm like they know about the game like i could ask you a question about the game and you'd probably know about it now i guess the definition that we've come to in our current like climate in osrs content creation is if you're good at the game you can like do six jads and shit like that like that's the only coining for good at the game I think good of the game is just being familiar enough with it. I mean, I mean, I I'm know. definitely familiar with a lot of this game, but that's just because of a crippling addiction. That has nothing to do with my skill level. Yeah, I think that's kind of. I mean, that used to be. You used, did you know you used to be good at RuneScape if you had some 99s? Oh, I got a 99 fire making in like 2007, and the whole reason I did it was just to have a skill cape because I wanted to be better than everyone else. Yep. And I really wanted people to ask me to do the emote. The problem was it took me so long to get it because I could never commit to it that by that point, no one was asking for emotes anymore. And the only comment I ever got about it was someone following me and going, do you seriously have an untrimmed fire-making cape? And I was just crushed. I was, I was just absolutely devastated. Oh, my God. Dude, I remember I actually had um, on my main, b before Winter Todd had come out, I had like 93 or 94 fire-making, which was extremely high because that was, you know, when you yeah. – just had to burn logs at the Grand Exchange or whatever. Actually, the Grand Exchange hadn't even been out for that long either. But um, yeah, as soon as Winter Todd came out, that kind of sucked. It just blew my whole like that. That was my highest skill, you know. And I had a little bit of pride about how high my fire making was, and then that just completely got devalued. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was gonna be so cool. I was just it took me such a long time. I was sorry. a failure. I'm yeah, sorry. no, it's fine. It's what happened. It, this is, you know, you, you, you shit or get off the pot. And then, then I, I, I did both. I got off the pot and then I shit. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm curious. Have you ever done mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So when I was telling people I was going to be on this, uh, they're like, oh, you should do mushrooms in preparation. <laughs> No, I haven't. I'm I'm sorry. I, I no, you not, don't need. To, you I, do not need to apologize. I'm just my curious. mind has not been opened. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I, I don't think it. It's a. It's like a rite of passage or anything. I don't. I don't want that to sound like. Oh, you. You. I look down on people that haven't. That's not the case at all. I'm just curious. I just feel like I have such a, like an anxiety riddled mind mm -hmm. that I would just have a bad trip. Like, that's fair. I, I think you know yourself more than, you know, anybody else. So I think that's like actually proper precautions to take is like what could happen, you know? I, I just think my brain would be so worried about having a bad trip that it would make me have a bad trip. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like my brain was like, boy, I sure hope you don't have a bad trip. Man, that would <laughs> suck. Wouldn't it suck if you had a bad trip right now? Like, oh, like imagine if like all of this started happening and I was... I like keep imagining it. it imagine yeah, it like, keep imagining it. And then I keep trying to distract myself and I just keep thinking about it harder because yeah. like, brains are literally just my own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just curious. I was, I, I just, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, I mean, if I was going to do mushrooms with anyone, it would be with you. 
<laughs> I'd be honored. But um, yeah, I figured I'd just bring that up. But that's cool. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe, we'll maybe yeah, maybe if I get you on the cast again, uh, you know, maybe you'll have had an experience with it potentially. And who knows? Maybe we could have would a heart you, to heart. Would you consider doing a live Sebe cast from like TwitchCon or something? Dude, I wanted... Okay, so when I talked to Scotizo on the cast... I mean, I live pretty close to her now, so uh, I was thinking, oh, we could do like a live Sebe cast. The thing is, I don't even have a setup to do a live Sebe cast. Also, um, I don't know if you know who Hugh Jass is. Hugh Jass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was at TwitchCon. I think I met him He was, yeah. He came over on Saturday, and uh, he was like, you should get this apartment looking like a little Sebe cast studio setup so you can get people out here and do IRL ones. I would literally killed to do IRL saving. I mean that, that would be extremely cool. I just I'm just imagining you and Bodie sitting at a desk or something just shooting the shit. That'd be so sick. But if you did a TwitchCon, you know, you have you ever seen like those morning shows where like everyone's like holding the signs up behind them while they're like they're talking about something? Uh-huh. Like I'm just imagining like <laughs> Yeah, like everyone at TwitchCon just like behind like you interviewing like Tasty or something and like and we're all like, oh I love you. <laughs> Oh, God, save it. I wish you would do me instead of shrooms and, you know, like, stuff like that. <laughs> I've never, um, I don't even think I would go live. So, like, I'm going to Tennessee, which is kind of like a TwitchCon. And yeah. I-, I doubt I'll even go live. I'm pretty sure other people go live. I hope they don't. I, I don't know what's going to go down there, but I hope I'm not. Like, right, I can crazy. assure you, at very least, Prison Joe will be going live. He will. Did he you loves lo- re- live streaming. He does, and he's actually good at it. I really hope um, his vlog, because I wa- I literally watched his whole hour blog on TwitchCon, or yeah. vlog, and uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, he should really think about going, like, fully into real life streaming, because I can't ever think of a RuneScape streamer going into real life streaming and that being a problem, so. Yeah, no, I I think Prison Joe has what it takes. He's got a he ton of He definitely does. He's the kind of, there's a few RuneScape creators, and I th- I mean this for YouTube and Twitch, where I'm like, do I see you being able to do stuff outside of RuneScape? And it's not, the answer's not always yes. The answer is not always yes, but for him, it's like unequivocally, absolutely. Like if he was, he could, he's the kind of streamer where you're not watching him play RuneScape anyway. <laughs> Even when he's streaming RuneScape, you're not watching that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're watching him. Like, yep. that is a, uh, I think that's the best compliment you can give anyone, any creator, honestly, if they're locked into a game. If they haven't already proven that they can do something different. Like, Jimmy's proven multiple times he can play different games. So, I don't even care about him anymore. Yeah, screw Jimmy. Fuck him. Clip it. Yeah. No, don't don't worry, man. I'll get all of those edits that you said earlier. I'll get all of them out. I promise. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single time I've said cut that, just make sure that, you know, you you get your editor. I heard you you pay, like, your editor, like, $1,000 an hour, right, to edit these? real talk i would love to get an editor um for these casts and just for even like my rambles and stuff like when i think of i brought up rs chronicles and behemoth i was thinking like dude behemoth has i mean a big enough platform he could literally just not even do his thing he he doesn't even need to be the one editing his videos anymore he could just hire somebody and then just you know say the parts he needs to say just to keep it a behemoth video but like I don't know. Sometimes I think, man, down the line, that would be the greatest thing ever is if I just had somebody take care of all the back end stuff and then I could just you know, yeah. do the talking. It, it's in, I, I like, 
I've never seriously considered it, but it's obviously something that just happens. So I've thought about it, like having someone else edit my stuff and mm -hmm. like for, for what I do. And this is true for a bunch of other RuneScape creators. Like we edit very specifically for our videos. Like we edit in a way that like really puts across a tone. So like, that's why like settled still edits his stuff, even though he's one of the biggest creators out there. That's why Jimmy still edits his stuff. Like, it's why Hanani has, like, I think only ever used an editor once. Like, the tone is so important through an edit that I know that's why a lot of RuneScape creators don't ever hire an editor. But there's a lot of times where it makes sense to get an editor if the tone isn't what matters, but it's the content that matters. Like, mm -hmm. if you really just need to cut together, like, do doing simple edits, like, hey, like, let's cut out some of the dead air. Let's cut out some parts where we're kind of just rambling. Like, if you need that, it makes total sense to get an editor because at that point, what you want to get across is what you're saying. It's not the the edit's not making a tone necessarily. Yep. yep. And it that's would be why, like it, it would be perfect for my content. It would 100 yeah, like the yeah. what you're saying is what matters. And like, I don't have an editing style anyway, so like I would be losing nothing from. And that's why, like a lot of um, streamers who um, put YouTube videos out, will just have editors do it. Like it's Will. He has, yep. uh, I think. I think he uses multiple different editors, but I know Tripjaw, I think is his name, is the main one he uses. Mm. Like the the cool thing about them and for a lot of these guys is that they actually like work closely with the editors to actually get a tone across in the edit, but it's not strictly necessary because like its will is a tone in and of himself. Like mm -hmm. just when he's talking, just when he's playing the game. Like you could just cut the clips together with nothing else and it will feel like an its will video. Uh, but luckily he works with a really good editor and they can do more than just cutting clips together. Like that's why a lot of streamers now are just like, Hey, I'll pay an editor to just cut clips together of my live stream and it'll make an entertaining RuneScape video because you're entertaining enough already on live stream. Just have someone cut it together. <laughs> like yep. just do it. It's, it's, I was going to say it's free content, but it's not your paying. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's free paid content. You pay for it though. Yeah. I, I'm just happy to see a lot more people. This is back to the ignoble question, honestly. I'm just happy to see a lot more RuneScape streamers taking YouTube seriously at this point. Because I think yep. it's, it's it's a good way to grow and it's a good it's it's fun just to I, I like watching YouTube content more than I like watching live streams most of the time. So it's just mm -hmm. it's cool that I can catch up on people's stuff that way too. You're totally right. I mean, I am so grateful that I started YouTube earlier on in content creation. I didn't start immediately, but I eventually jumped on it. And it always is just so, like, you have no idea where it's going to go. You don't really even care. You think you're just a small creator that's permanently small. You're never going to get anywhere. But you just start uploading videos and just be somewhat consistent with it and have fun doing it. And it grows to something. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's how I found you. I found your I found you first through YouTube videos. Really? That was the first, that was the first way I ever saw any of your stuff. And, and then... That, and that first video made you never want to watch me again. And probably. then I was like, oh, God, yuck. Ugh, awful. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first way... Actually, this is a funny story. Do you remember the first way we ever, like, actually interacted? Let me think about this. Uh... It was in your stream, right? It was in my stream. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to think of how the how what the context was. It was a long time ago. Yeah, this must. It have was been a long. very long time ago. Okay, this tell me, tell me. This is like 2021, and I think I was streaming to like 14 people. 
Okay. And you were like the first person to ever come into my live stream with a partner badge. <laughs> and I was like, and your name was familiar to me because I had watched the YouTube video. I watched a few of your YouTube videos at that point. I was like, what the, why do I recognize this? Why do I recognize this name? Why do I recognize this name? And someone else in my chat was like, oh, oh, oh my God, Sebe, hi. Oh, it's good to see you. And I was just like, I knew what the partner badge meant. So I was like, oh yeah, I got to treat this guy like royalty. You only spoke <laughs> using emotes. You never actually typed any text, like any words in my chat. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, and then you just like left. And I was like, that was so fucking cool, man. That was so cool. There was a partner in my Twitch chat. Let's fucking go. Oh my God. It's so funny that you say that because like I used to feel the same way with uh, when I first started content creation. If I saw a person with a, I'm trying to think who was the first person with a partner badge in my stream. I think it was, um, I actually can't remember who it was. I, I And I don't want to miss say who it was, but no, I totally feel you. You're just like, oh, like royalties in my stream like i have to it like scares you kind of you start like acting weird and yeah um, yeah I'm... i had a real issue also back in the day with uh like deifying content creators yep like yep. really Same. putting them on a pedestal uh and that's just like not healthy in any capacity like no one should do that but like it's kind of hard when you just you have a lot of respect for these like quote-unquote famous creators mm -hmm. like i would just get like super nervous talking to them even though in reality they're just like normal ass people like they're just completely normal human beings well and normal is for, normal i mean I, yeah I'm not i mean they, they make runescape videos so <laughs> and, and so like how normal can they really be <laughs> but like i just remember like the first time rendy talked to me yeah he talked to me really early on and I was just like, oh my god, I'm talking to Randy right now. Like this guy's like, dude, dude Randy's. I, I fucking love Randy. How, I don't even know how Randy found my YouTube channel, but mm -hmm. he DM'd me on Twitter when I was at like 300 subscribers. I was like, hey man, keep it up, good stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? That's you know, so world? cool. See, that's the kind of shit Randy does. It's awesome. He reached out to me when I was a smaller creator too, and like he was, like I asked him to be on the Sebe cast, and again, it, it it comes back to like deifying these creators. I mean. It's almost like they just have more important things to do. I think that's kind of where I would take it mentally. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, why should I be like, like I'm just wasting their time right now. Exactly. Right, like, but no, he was like totally down to come on. And he was, yeah, he he's helped me along the way of me being a content creator. So big shout out to Randy. Yeah, he's he's like a, a total OG in terms of like supporting me and supporting a bunch of people. He's, yeah. he's just really good about that. And it wasn't like, it wasn't really into like, maybe like six months ago where i stopped deifying these content creators where it's like i still respect them like i still like i think there's a difference between having respect for someone and deifying them mm -hmm. but like it wasn't until like i had a decent amount of exposure to them where it's like I, I talked to them on a somewhat regular basis where i was like oh yeah they're completely normal that makes sense that makes total sense they're literally normal human beings there's not a i mean they're weird but in the way normal human beings are weird mm -hmm. uh so like it's just it's just funny that i used to feel and I, I used to feel that way about you so just know that i i used to feel starstruck by you and now i couldn't feel further from that <laughs> good no but i still feel that a little bit uh i know i brought it up multiple times but i'm going to tennessee and end of april um and bodie's gonna be there and i still yeah. i'm just like he's not a human he's like he's royalty you know what i mean like i i can't 
it's going to be hard for me to just totally be myself in the presence of Bodhi, at least initially. In, in person is a whole different ballgame. It's just, just as, like, <laughs> in, in person will always be different. Yeah. It's, it, that that's how I felt at TwitchCon, too. And it was like, that, that was me meeting people I'd interacted with a bunch already, and I was still mm-hmm. nervous. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. so different. No, I just think about it, though. I mean, it's, like, fucking weird to 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 be able to actually say like i'm going to like hang out with bodie and people you know like big streamers at a house or at twitch or like wherever it would be but just the fact that like like what like if i were to have said that five years ago I'd be like you're you're smoking crack like what are you talking about you're gonna go hang out with like all the top creators that you love to watch and so i don't know i just think it's cool being in this position and I don't know. I it's cool. I I think uh you could agree just once you start growing as a content creator and you start like for example the prop hunt thing like you're in it with Jimmy and things like people you like really look up to. It's just cool yeah. to see that just slowly kind of build where you're like, "Oh, these are not the celebrities I remember like I'm we're just kind of Yeah, friends these guys now. fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> but what what was cool about it still though like is the, the reaction of like my friends who don't play RuneScape but who know these creators? Like, well, I remember when Jimmy posted the first video that I was in. Yeah, and I was getting texts from like a few of my friends, and they're like, oh, "Holy shit, shit. <laughs> you got to play RuneScape with Settled, dude? What, 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 what was that like? What's he like?" And I was like, it, "Believe it or not, normal. <laughs> it, was, it was." You should fun. have made up some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, he was fucking. He was a fucking dick, and he was like, "Only call me Mister Settled the whole video." And. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't, I'm kicking you from the call. But it, it, it like it was still cool because like at that point I wasn't really nervous. Like I wasn't nervous to play prop hunt with them or anything. I was a mm-hmm. little bit nervous that the plugin would break, but other than that, uh, but it was still kind of cool. Like I still got to have that effect when my friends were like, "No way, you were yeah. gonna do with Jimmy," and I was like, "That yep. is so cool." That is what is cool. the uh, what is the guest you've had on that you were most nervous for before or during recording that you were just like, "Oh boy, oh fuck." I would probably still say Bodie. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, mainly because, like, when I got Bodie on, it was like months before that, just like a few months, like maybe like five or six months prior. I got banned in his stream. <laughs> yeah, but everyone gets banned in this stream. I know, but he, like, he explicitly said, like, don't type ha ha, like, with the two A's, the, that emote. <laughs> and I just typed it and then I got banned. And I was banned for like months. I mean, and, it sounds like it sounds like you're asking for it. I mean, I did, I did ask for it. I literally typed "ha ha" when he said not to. Um, but that was like it, like put me on edge a little bit because I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, kind of want him on for save cast seventy three, and now I'm like, I you know, I like overthink things. I'm like, shit, he just banned me. He's gonna be like, "Oh, you're that guy that I banned in my stream." Oh yeah, I'm not going on your podcast. Um, yeah, but, but luckily you also you you did have like the the catalog of guests that you could lean on to be like no see like i've had roidy on i've had foe on like i I, i've had like was that made me that cast made me nervous i feel like the the foe cast should make you nervous just because foe is kind of like i got i got pretty damn nervous with foe i got nervous with solo mission too um but yeah with foe it was like holy shit like i'm talking one-on-one with foe right now and he wanted to be on this like Somebody reached out to him on a t- so Foe made a tweet and then somebody tweeted replied to his tweet and said hey you should go on the Sebe podcast 
And then he That's was like, awesome. sure, if he asks me or whatever. And so I just messaged him and he's like, sure, I'll be on. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that was easy. And I was scared as hell because, yeah, it's faux. And I hadn't really ever been too active in the stream anyway. So it, you know what I mean? It just feels like, yeah. oh, shit. I, I, don't, I don't even feel like we have a connection necessarily, but it was, co- it was good. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I totally get being nervous about faux. Just like. Honestly, yeah. I'd be nervous about Foe even if he had like a hundred <laughs> average viewers and let alone like a thousand. Like it'd just be like <laughs> just yeah. just his demeanor. Like exactly. seems like the nicest guy on planet Earth, but his demeanor can be so serious sometimes. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't wanna I don't wanna waste your time, sir. Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it. Like, can I tell you my that. favorite story about yeah. TwitchCon actually? Yes, it's related please, to this. please. Um so at TwitchCon, Bodhi was there and he was at the he was at the base house a decent amount. So um, I met him and I was like, yo, what's up? My name's Idol. And uh, yeah, and he was like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. And I was like, yep, cool. Uh, day later, he's at the base house again. And I say, yo, what's up, buddy? And he's like, oh, uh, hey, I'm Adam. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, no, my, my name's Idol. And he's like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you, man. And I was like, yeah, oh, cool. no, 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 <laughs> And then at no. the, then we went to a Mark Knight concert. No, don't tell day. me it's going to happen three days in a row. Don't. And, no. Uh, no. I didn't even say, hey, Adam, because I was too worried about what might happen. <laughs> no, so we were in a group no. talking, and he walks up to the group. He starts talking, and he's like, he sees me. And he's like, oh, hey, my name's Adam. No. He like, <laughs> did not. So, he did not do that. He so the not. classic story, the classic <laughs> story for me is I got to meet Bodhi three times. Oh, oh, my God, dude. I'm so sorry. That it, must honestly, be- it, I feel like it should have affected me more than it did i think just because like there were so many people like it just it was hard oh to take personally because like i was like I, even at twitchcon like back at twitchcon i even wasn't as well known as i am now like but three times like but three Jesus, times dude. Was fun. three three times i actually think and maybe i'm coping i'm actually mm-hmm. definitely coping but twice was devastating three yeah. times was funny like that's 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 how I, that's how i see it <laughs> the but first just, time was just shock the second time was total tears and then the third time he just yeah, dry face just like oh shit this is just my life yeah, at this point second time he's like oh, hey i'm adam and he's like oh why are you crying <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm not crying what are you talking about i'm fine <laughs> Oh my yeah, no. God. The, the third time though, like I was just like I was just like I'm not gonna say hi to him because I don't want him to introduce me again because then I'm gonna have to tell this story because I oh. knew I knew already when he did it the second time I was like I'm gonna have to tell this story and and I hope no one takes this as like oh Bodie's such an egotistical asshole I don't think anyone will but just in case like TwitchCon there were at times like 70 people in the based house or at the Mark Knight concert we're talking hundreds like yeah. He and, was under no obligation to remember my name, especially when we didn't really have conversations beyond that. Like, this is not a Bodhi yeah. ego thing. This is a Bodhi meeting a fuck ton of people thing. Yeah, I I do have to remember that. Like, it's first time meeting people. He's probably meeting hundreds of people at the event. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I could not have taken it, like, less personally, but it is fucking hilarious. It's objectively hilarious. That, that is funny. That's funny as yeah, well. Yeah, that's that. I can't believe I didn't tell that when you were uh, talking about TwitchCon. That's like my go-to. Yeah. Uh, the other story I go to a lot is, do you know who Olive is? Have you had yeah. Olive on? No, I haven't had uh, him on yet. But Olive's, Olive's great, and he's yeah, also he bald. Um, and oh, he's someone, bald? Yeah, he's not going to be on the cast. Yeah, no, You're not bald, no, 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 no. 
I plenty of hair. But he's uh, he's bald, and I guess some people think I'm bald. But um, someone walked up to me who I had <laughs> who I had met already loosely. Um, I won't name them, but they walked up to me at the Mark Knight concert, and they're like, "Yo, Olive!" And I was like, uh, "Yep, oh, it's me, God. Olive." And I thought we were joking around. <laughs> and then I realized this person may have been rather intoxicated and not just on alcohol. Um, and he was, and he just kept calling me Olive. And I was like, like halfway through the conversation, I'm like, wait a second. This guy legitimately thinks I'm Olive. And for the record, I'm about twice Olive's size in, in, uh, in height. So it's, it's hard. We do. Wait, we really? Olive's like not even. tall? No, Olive's short. What? Okay. I would think Olive's tall. How tall is he? I don't know how tall he is. There must be a picture out there of me and Olive, okay. but if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But yeah, I'm I'm significantly taller than him. Oh my so, god! So like, it's not hard to tell us apart. Yeah. Uh, but this guy has. I just realized this halfway through. I'm like, oh fuck, this guy actually thinks I'm someone else entirely. And so I, then at that point, I just started playing it off. I was like, yeah, I'm Olive now. I'm method acting. Like this is <laughs> this is who I am at this point. Oh man, that's good. I don't think, what, a, what a wild time. I'm just trying to think if I could even be mistaken for somebody else if I went to one of those events. Like if somebody was I truly I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think I could either. I mean, just, just straight up, there's not that many blonde people. <laughs> there really isn't now that I think about it. Like everyone's got dark hair or no hair. Yeah. And tall. Everyone's tall. Every, yeah, a lot of people are tall. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you get mistaken. I hope you're not. just I, you're just that well known though. Like, who could ever mistake you? I'm just excited to go to one of those events and just have random people just come up to me. I need I need the validation. I will uh, laugh my ass off if you tell me that Bodhi introduces himself to you though. <laughs> like, dude, like I literally. Like, hey, who are you? I, it would be so much worse because I literally just prime up to him like two days ago when he's like, hey, can't wait to see you at Tennessee. I literally get there. He's oh, like, hey, yeah, no, Then he won't. Then he won't. He won't eat you. Ah, oh, damn it. All right. Then, then that dream's out the window for I me. Just, I should just say I'm idle. Like, hey, I'm idle. <laughs> and he's going to say who? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry about uh, that. Jesus Christ. That's funny. No, no, don't be, don't be, again, again like, I, yeah, I, I, I did not take it personally at all. It's just, no, 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 it and I, I know you didn't. It's just, it's just so painfully hilarious that it's just like, damn. <laughs> okay, oh, well, um, Idol, uh, we're, we've gotten through all the topics, so shit, I, I think, uh, we could probably wrap things up in just over three hours, so. Yeah. This is like how long we were aiming for, I feel yeah. like. They always end see it always feels it's like it's literally felt like we've talked for an hour. It yeah, really it's has. kind of insane. And they always fly by like this. I mean, even the five hour casts I've had, they fly. It's just like, what the hell? Like there's no way we've been talking for half the day. You just get people yapping. You do I, you just get people talking and they can't stop. Something I about do. you. I do. Well, Idol, um, well, for those listening still, uh, first of all, hats off to you guys. But down in the description, go follow Idol on his YouTube, on his TikTok, on his Twitch, on his Twitter, on his... Listen, if you've listened this far, you either already know me or you like me enough to go do it. So like, Or you hate him enough to keep watching. Or you hate me. Yeah, leave a comment right now that says, I hate Idol, if that's why you watch this far. Like, (laughs) let's get that engagement up. Oh, my God. Yeah, but guys, go check him out down in the description. Uh, is there anything else you'd like linked, Idol? 
No, no, no. I mean, honestly, you're linking way more than I would have asked you to link. So, okay. You got it covered. Cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, this was really fun, Idol. Uh, for real, this is the first time we've ever spoken. It feels like we've been. Yeah, we actually, you're right. We actually have not spoken like in a not like Twitch chat to streamer mm-hmm. capacity. That's insane. I know. It's That's wild. Really strange. Oh, I mean, I would actually love to count the amount of guests I've had on the cast where it's literally our first time speaking because it's got to be like 80%, which is just. Yeah, wild. I mean. Because it runescapers don't talk to each other. Yeah, you know, but I think part of it is that kind of parasocial thing where like I'm chatting and you're talking, or then I'm talking, you're chatting, and it feels like we've talked before. Yeah, it, it like that. That's the thing. Like I didn't at all think about this as the first time we've talked to each other, just because mm-hmm. like we've interacted before. It feels like it's crazy. Well, shit, man. Um, yeah, it was fun. And let me think. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll just plan another uh, Sebe cast with you next well, year. Well, I was see, gonna see say, I know go. you have a list of sixty people, but like, if, nah, you, ever, if, you, ever, if you ever need, like, you're like, oh man, uh, the, who I had planned is unavailable. Just like, you know, message me, I'll hop on. And even if I'm on like a goddamn plane, I'll just buy the Wi-Fi and I'll just <laughs> that would be <laughs> I'll do the Sebe cast next to a random person who's trying to sleep or something. That's what I really want. I want like those go-to guests and that's kind of what i am kind of eager for i almost want to get through the list of people i have like quicker just so i can have those really fun like repeats and kind of mixing it up like i had i had tasty and prison joe on at the same time and i've had them on solo uh previously and that was just so much fun because like they already know yeah, what's they're going a deadly on. combo you know oh yeah hella deadly but yeah, man, um, it was great. Guys, next week we will be having um, Mick Homie. I was about to say Mick Dilk. Oh, God. Mick Homie on the Sebe cast. He's actually the one of the hosts of the Real Homie Hour. So I'm excited to talk to him. We've had Lopsy on actually twice. So uh, this will be the this will be Mick's first appearance on the cast. I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, any final words, Idol, before we end? uh no except you know shout out mick i was on his podcast last week so uh it's a, it's oh, a good yeah. listen i was on there with hanani and uh we actually mentioned on that podcast that neither of us have been on the sebe cast <laughs> but i didn't I tell him ha- i gotta get hanani on really soon at that point you had already asked me you just hadn't announced it so i didn't mm. spoil it because i'm a secret keeper good maybe for he you. was keeping a secret too maybe he knew he was gonna be on it already too oh my god <laughs> and we were just lying to each other about like oh man i can't believe we've never been asked on I, I always feel bad because, like, I, I, it almost feels as though I've had on guests that I've written on my list. Like, it feels like, oh, like, I've already mentally checkmarked you. But then I'm like, oh, shit, I've actually never even addressed it to them at yeah. all. Yeah, so. well, just know that for a lot of us, this is, like, the measure of success. So That's very sweet. Yep. Thank you, Idol, once again. And, guys, we'll catch you on next week's episode. Peace out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.